0: Man, he's like sitting up on cloud nine over there playing Zelda all by himself.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of playing Fallout. is <laughs> Welcome to the 27th edition of the Fallout Feed Roundtable. It's the ninth episode of season three. We are the show that compares and contrasts Fallout experiences through a lively roundtable discussion by playing through the same quest with characters who have been randomly assigned drastically different attributes. Welcome, everyone. How are we doing tonight, everybody?
0: That's awesome. Is that your first time you've ever read that, Pat? No, I think I've done it a time or two before. you done the, uh, the roundtable intro before? That's great. You nailed it. Out of the ballpark. So Andrew, how are uh, we how, doing? Oh, wonderful, wonderful. How are you doing this evening, Pat? I am doing
1: great, thank you. We got uh, we got Dennis in the house. Dennis, good to have you on again. We've missed how you. Doing?
2: Awesome. No, it's great to have you back, Dennis. Are we still the Fallout feed? I thought we had changed to like a zoo kind of podcast. From <laughs> what I remember, because all my exactly. notes are like zoo based, so I don't have anything for the roundtable. But I'll, I'll sit here.
1: If- we, we, we'll we'll do zoo talk. This is uh, this is episode uh, episode special zoo talk episode.
0: This is episode number zoo. <laughs> of
1: zoo zoom, zoom, zoom. And we also got Jeremy in the show tonight. Jeremy, how you doing? I'm doing well. Hello, guys.
0: What's up, Jeremy? And we, um, so this is uh, episode two of Zoo Talk, our zoo podcast about zoos in the format of a morning zoo show.
1: Oh, God, no. <laughs> no that, at that, I draw the line. <laughs> no morning. So the YouTube is not started up. That's weird. We're uh, live? Oh, hey, uh, Andrew, is it waiting for 10 o'clock? Did you schedule it for 10 o'clock?
0: I did. Oh, I bet that's a problem. Does it wait until 10 o'clock? Before it looks like it may
1: be. Here, let me, let me log in. Uh, keep, press on. I'll, I'll log on as ASA and see if we can get I, it. i got I'm it.
0: says it's live. I'm on Yeah. Okay. We're, we're broadcasting some. Uh, looks like Doc Mitchell's sitting there talking to you. He must have just woken up in New Vegas.
1: That's right, man. Or General Tullius, if you
0: prefer. Oh, is it Tullius? Tullius is the voice of Doc Mitchell. Him. I heard um, Nick the other day. Who's Nick?
1: Nick is uh, Belthor. Uh,
0: I mean, in... Um, oh, um, in real life? Or New, Vegas, New Vegas or three? I don't remember which I was playing, because I just switched recently from Fallout Three to New Vegas. Was it the the, uh, the leader of the Enclave? Was he Nick?
1: That would be three because I don't know that Nick is in New Vegas.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure who it was, I, but I definitely heard um, Nick Valentine's voice. And, nice. Nice. Uh, right? Isn't N in the, the Magician's College? The, call it the Magician's College. Look at me. What an idiot.
2: We're going to get like 6,000 Skyrim <laughs> letters now. <laughs> Stupid freaking <laughs> You people idiots. don't deserve to talk about
1: Skyrim. Yeah. You're not worthy. <laughs>
0: It's where you learn to, you know, card tricks. And you get a of-
1: <laughs> <a> magic castle.
0: <laughs> oh, I would actually like to go there. People give magic such a bad name, but I would love to go. To oh, I'm,
1: I'm a, okay, magic podcast because I'm a huge magic dork. <laughs> I, I, I love like, magic shows.
0: Magic, so yeah, I would love to see. I've only ever seen a couple professional magic shows in my life, and they were like, you know, when I was a kid, David Copperfield. My dad took me to see David Copperfield. Sort of
2: stuff. See, that's how out of touch I am. You guys are talking about like, you know, quote unquote real magic. I was thinking of like magic ooh, Magic the Gathering podcast. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> can, I can I can do that. Get ready to tap your mana.
0: Yeah, that's another thing the, the 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 tabletop card game and stuff like that. It's uh, I've never actually played that. I had a lot of friends who who played magic and Dungeons and Dragons growing up, but I never I never Got yeah, sucked I, into that. Andrew
1: yeah, my, my,
0: my was too busy with there. the ladies.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and and uh,
1: Vampire the Masquerade, but that was the uh, that's the the best uh, multiplayer tabletop uh, card game ever, or best multiplayer uh, collectible card game ever.
0: In uh, Indiana, our tabletop card games w- w- were called euchre.
1: Ah uh, yes, that's, <laughs> uh, that's what I grew up with. I, I never played euchre. I played pinochle and rummy and. Just about all the other ones. I never euchred.
0: Pat is an old woman, everybody. <laughs>
2: that's, that's me,
1: man. I am, I am totally an old woman. I played the bridge. I played your hearts. Yeah, you uh, got it. Not,
2: no offense to our older female Fallout Feed
0: fans. Let's not alienate anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and moving on. Today's first quest. The, the Fallout Feed survey, 2017. We need to figure out who our oldest female listeners. I know it's, it's rude to ask female listeners, so you, we can't ask out. But if you would like to write in and let us know. That's interesting to know, too. Little, little demographics of the show. Who's our oldest female listener out there?
2: And what's your favorite hard candy?
0: Getting <laughs> <laughs> um, or... Yeah, that bowl of licorice
1: sitting out that hasn't been touched in, like, 15 years. Yeah. Pull
0: out one piece and get them all. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, Dennis mentioned some quests. We do have some quests we'd like to get into. This- Andy, we do. Uh, uh, We're going to do some Tales of the Commonwealth in a roundtable style. We will discuss two quests uh, specifically, Indecent Exposure, which is a continuation of the quest Full Exposure, which we discussed uh, probably two weeks ago. And we will also get into a quest called Love and Peace out there at the Fiddler's Green Trailer Park. So those are our our, our big uh, stuff to get into for this evening. We've got a few other news tidbits and and stuff like that to get into. But, uh, I don't know, Pat, how are you feeling? I'm feeling okay. Uh, so we want to, uh, do we want
1: to, well, you, you want to jump into one of the quests? Let's, let's, let's do that. Let's, let's get to Let's get to business. And then we'll do some of our sidebar business, maybe after we do a decent exposure. So, uh, as I've shared with a couple of you guys, I, uh, uh we had major bug issues with indecent exposure so i andrew it sounds like you were able to get through it do you want to uh, you want to run us through uh indecent exposure and the rest of us can jump in as uh, as we go along
0: yeah i can do that um pat right now uh we got the youtube on that's not um arthur is it
1: that is arthur that is arthur that is, great. That is
0: arthur yeah love
1: you
4: that got it
0: uh, oh, stuff.
4: um so, you got a prospector,
0: yeah. I was, I was gonna say, he looks like the old uh, 1860s banker style mustache. I like that. You'd be melon farmers. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, you also finished in Decent Exposure, so I'm gonna need help getting through this quest because it was, and in my experience, a little bit all over the place. It's one of those that, um, and Chris likes to do this, he likes to say go to an area and investigate it but he doesn't put a quest marker on any specific thing at that location so you have to go through and sort of experience the location and dig around and really you know feel out to 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 what the object what you're
4: looking for oh yeah i definitely struggled struggled with it as well and uh I might have had it glitch a little bit on me, but uh, you know, I, I have to admit I, I did have to look up on some forums to help me on a couple parts. Yeah, mobile.
0: no, I, I definitely did too. This was one of those quests. I don't know if you guys... See, I never uh, played them to completion. I only played them like at a friend's house and stuff when I was over there. But if you ever played the games like... What are they called, like a mist or riven? Mm -hmm. It's like observational games where you have to go in and like touch things in the room to experience, see, okay, what is this clue? Where's this puzzle? Where's this note lead me to? There's not a whole lot of action and stuff. And and these, in this quest specifically, in Decent Exposure, there is a little, you know, gunfight and a little bit of that here and there. But it is much more of the observe your surroundings figure out the clues touch everything in the area explore the hell out of all the buildings and everything um so just before we get into uh the quest we'll give you a little bit of a reminder this is a roundtable discussion um uh, format so we do like to uh say that we uh, assign our characters different attributes, and then we talk about the quests um and how we uh, accomplish the quests finish the quest with those attributes and how that affected our players Uh, so my uh special and general i don't i was really kind of right down the the right down the middle uh like a six two five five four three three like there wasn't anything that stood out the perception is low the strength is a little high but at this point as i'm going through my strength is still the same yet everything else is jacked up and a lot and except for luck i've kept my luck down at number three i i really don't invest a lot in luck at all um but my perception is 10 and my agility is 10 and that is one thing that i have to avoid because that's something i always do i always fall back onto vats vats is always my crutch and i've done it again <laughs> my perception is 10 and my agility is is over 10 <laughs> <laughs> I have a hard time not falling back onto Vats just because my is it called like quick reflex, quick twitch, or whatever that's called. I'm I'm not quick, good. Reflex. quick reflexes. I'm I'm not good at just firing from the hip, just aiming with a gun, is that sort yeah, of thing. Like yeah. I'm. I, I think, I'm very think, dependent on that VAT stuff.
2: I think Vats is a big is a big part of the mechanic, and unless you're unless you're using a mod that is you know using bullet time, it you know there isn't a. It's it's a big part of the game. If you're if you're free aiming, you know, good, you might be a, a, a COD player, but you know, part of the it's encouraging you to just like Skyrim in, encourages you to be a sneaky archer, you know, Fallout kind of encourages you to use vats.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I,
4: I couldn't imagine uh you know, I don't think I rely on vats, but I I couldn't imagine not using vats for things like uh just when a bunch of different little bugs and things are mm-hmm. right up on you. Uh you know, if you're if you had to There'd be so many instances I would just, you know, be killed so quickly without bats.
2: Yeah, I mean, I would, I would challenge any, you know, person that plays Skyrim and Fallout, you know, at somewhat the same, you know, proportion that when you play Fallout for a long time, then you go to Skyrim, you're not clicking on your VATS button.
0: <laughs> I was doing that when we went back to do the special edition roundtable for Skyrim. I was just like pounding that VATS button all the time, just bringing up different menus. I'm like, no, where's my VATS? i got to free something so I can shoot it with my arrow. And that brings up a good point. Like, my VATS isn't always just to kill something. I bring up VATS like, as a strategy tool, like as a biosensor, just to get a sense yeah. of where things are yeah. in the room. Yeah. You know, it's not just to kill things. It it is very much worked into the the game. The whole Pit Boy, you know. So uh, I guess I shouldn't feel as much shame as I do, but it it just goes to show the purpose of the roundtable is to get yourself out of your normal patterns. And just because we're at the end game here, you know, we're we're in our last like uh, I don't know, probably like four or five episodes of the the round table season here like i'm falling back on my old habits i'm i'm hopping back into vats i'm pumping all my points into perception and agility and um but i am using sneak which is you know different for me i usually just plow in with one of pat's explosive shotguns and <laughs> take out the room um were we talking about your explosive shotgun on air at all pat or was
1: I, that- I don't think so
0: yeah pat got a new toy that we'll have to talk about here in a little bit um so we'll get into a decent exposure um it it kicks off right after full exposure full exposure uh you find what was the uh, just a brief summary of that there's like a naughty picture that you find you have to develop a naughty picture and you bring it back uh to the photoshop say that there is an art dealer who is or art collector not dealer who's interested in the photo so you find this art collector and this person is over at a an area that we have experienced before with tales of the Commonwealth over at the is it called a bordello or brothel? I'm not sure. Brothel. The, it, it's bordello, over. Uh, is it? I think uh, I think it means the same thing. No. Yeah, it means. <laughs> I thought it was just...
1: brothel. Maybe it's bordello. I may it's, have it wrong.
0: It's, it's the Boston Bordello. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And in the bordello, um, I don't even remember what was the
2: Saint. It is a
4: brothel. Thing? I think. Uh, Saints well, is, only uh,
2: only a bunch of us geeks would argue over the terminology <laughs> of what is essentially the same thing happening. <laughs>
0: wrong it's a whorehouse Um. winner (laughs) so you go into the Boston Bordello and you have been in this uh, place from I believe the quest is called Saints and Sinners where you had the I don't know there's a little battle outside you had to break it up and go off and fight some people come back but uh, uh, so we're back here at the Boston Bordello it's right by Hangman's Alley uh, right there at the the river's edge if uh, on the Charles River there if you want to uh, give it a location. Uh, so you find Guthrie in the back. He's kind of an interesting looking guy. Sort of a tan suit, slick back hair. He's got a. He's a total creeper. A, a weird <laughs> handlebar, thin mustache. Uh, I don't know anything. So, sorry, Pat. I just blanked on his name all of a sudden because I was trying to remember. What was the guy uh, who created Twin Pinks? Is that Lynch? David Lynch. I don't know anything about David Lynch, but if I did this guy looks this looks like David Lynch.
1: David Lynch is like the most normal looking guy you can imagine. Really? Okay. He is
0: total Mr. Normal. He, I just picture him being creepy for some reason. Yep.
1: That's just because it does not look more normal.
0: <laughs> I apologize to you than Mr. Lynch. Um, so we find Guthrie and he tells us that uh, this naughty photo that you brought him brings him one step closer to a complete collection. Now, he b- brings up a, a, an, an artist from the past who was not respected in his time, but has now become a, uh, a current respected, sought-out artist called Benjamin Spader. His art used to be regarded as pornographic, uh, but after the, um, the bombs fell, it is Guthrie's opinion that, and I quote, art is the greatest humanity Lost to the Great War. So he, he it is his purpose in this uh, Commonwealth wasteland to collect as much art as he can to display it. So that, that is what we're going to do here is try to complete his little collection here of Benjamin Spader photographs. He's, he's specifically looking for a photograph to complete this collection of these uh, dirty, dirty pictures. Uh, So let's see. The final photo of the set, and he knows of the set, um, was confiscated, shall we say, by four priests or men of the cloth. I'm not sure if they were all what what denomination they were, if they're all Catholic or not. But of of four um, men of the cloth, confiscated this picture and set up a very intricate puzzle in order to discover the location of this picture and hide it behind the secret hidden location of four different keys and you're like holy crap what is going on here but anyway guthrie had sent out someone already before you to find the uh, the clues to get these keys he'd already sent out someone looking And anyway uh he says well you want to start at the south boston cathedral or church i'm not sure if it's cathedral or church on the map but you start off down that way isn't it it's off by uh where is that located uh, it's on the very eastern edge of the water sort of like by the brewery the um, the four-leaf clover no um where is it exactly yeah yeah it
1: is way way on the far east yeah
0: the guinnett the guinnett restaurant it's right by the guinnett restaurant um so once you get to the... Um, I, I fast-traveled. I know everybody else is uh, looking down with their nose at me. No, no, no. I'm fast-traveling, too. I'm fast-traveling all over yeah. the damn place. I go to the Gwinnett restaurant, and I jog over to the South Boston Church. Uh, uh, there by the front door, you find a guy collapsed down with a leg injury named Denton. And uh, he's sitting there by the front door. Hey, Jeremy, can you mute your microphone? we you got noise in the background. Um... Denton, we find him by the front door and he was the previous person who was sent out to find the clues for these keys. So you talk to him for a second and then you agree to help. Well, I did at least. I'm not sure what happens if you refuse to help. <laughs> Just say rotten hell. See ya. Quest failed. Bye. Good old Andrew. Always want to pitch in when
2: needs, trying to help. Needs a hand.
0: <laughs> so I entered the South Boston Cathedral and I'm not even sure what's going on here. The uh, Pat, did you get this far into the into the- this? Uh, I got through Denton, and that's where things. Oh, it, it wouldn't let you into the church. Yeah. Um. So, is there anything you'd like to to? So,
1: so wait a minute. So, you find Denton. What's what's the location where? So, the location where you find Denton is like way in the east. Where Where is that? I mean, what what's the name of that location?
0: It's either South Boston Cathedral or South Boston Church. I'm okay. not. Okay. I think so- it's
1: cathedral. <laughs> Cathedral. So maybe there's some, so for me, I did my conversation with Denton. He said, you know, I think what he found one key out of the four. Is that right?
0: I believe he has one of them. Yes. Yeah.
1: And so he says, go find these other three keys and he gives you a note. And in classic me fashion, I forgot to read the note, but I just looked at my, looked at my map and it was sending me to um, the church that is involved with saints and sinners.
0: Okay. Which is Pat, over
1: yep. back towards the middle of Boston near you know, pretty close to Diamond City.
0: Yes. That is interesting you bring that up because I also got a quest marker to send me there. But and, did you
1: did but, did, did, did you what, go into the place where Denton was or
0: Yes, I did both. I went I went to the the location you're talking about the Saints and Sinners' yeah. church. As well, and ran around for like a fucking hour.
1: Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, we're in this
0: together. So I gave up on that and then went to the graveyard location, which we'll talk about later, and figured all that out, and then came back to where Denton was, and then went inside his place and figured that all out. And when I came out, the map marker that you're talking about for Saints and Sinners was gone. So I think there's some weird. Okay. All right. And I, uh... Accidentally puts you there, you know?
4: I had a jump into, I had a very similar thing happen with me with just quest marker issues, you know, right at that moment I had, I had one that directed me into the cathedral, but then another one directing me elsewhere on the map. And I went into the cathedral, um, at first and I, uh, then it it sent me to a quest marker that was like stuck in the wall, um, kind of like floating in the middle of nowhere and, (laughs) Uh, you know so just a, i just basically similarly had a weird quest marking uh thing and uh you know i just kind of ignored it and moved on to the other locations
0: well when once you do once i did get back to the south boston uh cathedral where denton was out front i walk in And off to the left, there is a control panel on the wall, like a fuse box that you've seen. We've seen these before where you screw the fuses in into different patterns and it opens up different doors. We've seen this puzzle before in the game. I forget exactly where I'm thinking Far Harbor for some reason that you had to find different fuses or something. Uh,
1: There's a couple There's the the USS Constitution. There's one in Nuka. Yeah, there's a few places. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Okay. Um. So there's a fuse thing over there onto the, on the side on the wall, and then there's also five like buttons all in a row going off to the side of this sort of like fuse box. Well, if you click on the fuse box, you say activate, it tells you that um, the fuse box can be jerry-rigged if you have the third perk and the refractor. Perk. If you have, you have three levels in the refractor perk. That uh, refractor takes a perception of level seven, and I believe refractor is um, energy, energy. Yeah,
1: it's, uh, yeah, energy resistance. Yeah, energy resistance.
0: So you have to have the third perk in that, which basically means: Are you an electrician who can take a shock? If you can, take a shock, <laughs> then then you can you can jerry rig this uh, fuse box. Well. I had perception of seven, so I could have, but I don't have any in refractor, so I could have spent three perks, but I was just like, no, I don't want to fucking do that. That seems like a really high investment. So I decided to just go ahead and through the rest of the quest and figure out what was going on. So I, I went and just started tapping on those buttons. Speaking of stupid quest markers, Jeremy, there there he was very ambivalent about his quest markers where he would put them like in the graveyard to sort of like investigate this whole general area right uh-huh. but when you step into that church it's like here are five quest markers <laughs> above each of the buttons and you're like how is that helpful when yeah. you like push quest marker one quest marker two quest marker three quest marker four quest marker five so you have these five buttons there they all have a quest marker floating above them and You're supposed to punch these buttons and figure out what about the environment is changing after you touch these buttons, of course. Well, me being, I think that I search for things so well. I think that I'm very thorough when I step into a room in these games and I just look and I I feel like I look at everything, I try to touch everything, I try to pick everything up, I try to find all the secrets in every room. But I'm still like the least observant person in this room because I'm punching these buttons. I have no idea what is happening in this room. I can't figure out what is going on. Jeremy, did you have any idea what was happening with those buttons first off?
4: I'm similar to you. I, I tend to miss these things, but this time I I found it. You know, it's up, uh, you know, just up toward the ceiling. There's a cross, and I noticed some lights on it. And uh, you know, as I was pushing the buttons, the lighting arrangement was changing. So yeah, uh, exactly, Showing but... on the cross.
0: Yeah, there's there's a, a star pattern. There's five lights surrounding a cross. If you look up to the ceiling and the gable, exactly like he was saying. But I I just didn't look up. You know, so I'm just like looking around trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. And of course, there's switches, so I should assume that they're lights, right? So
4: I yeah, that's, that's, I think that's what I was thinking.
0: Yeah. So I didn't look up, but uh, eventually I figured it out uh, after getting really frustrated, running out of the church, going to find other things, probably going to that fake location Pat was talking about, coming back, going to the cemetery, coming back. Anyway, it took a long time for me to finish this... Um, this quest, and it was a, a big headache. But anyway, after you figure out... and I still don't know the correct pattern. Yeah, Jeremy,
4: did, did you? I couldn't make any I sense of it. Did.
0: No. It, it wasn't like uh, Switch 1 turns on light 1, Switch 2 turns on light 2. It was like Switch 1 yeah, turns was... on lights 1, 3, and 8. And then Switch 2 turns on 2, 4, and 6. This Switch 3 turns off 1, but turns on 3 and 4. And it was a really weird pattern that I couldn't figure out. It was kind of like um, if you played Skyrim, there is... I think to open up some sort of um a dragon scroll at some point you have like five buttons you got to press these buttons in a weird order and then yeah it's it's similar to that thing.
2: Well to be fair, you know, the, a good portion of the time the Bethesda, you know, people are yelling at Bethesda for saying oh your puzzles are so un- unbearably easy and it's no challenge and give us a little puzzle. So when the mod author comes and makes it a little bit more, you know, not right on the nose. There, there should be a happy medium in there, but you know that's kind of what the uh, fight is against.
0: Well, I'm, I'm just too dumb to figure out the puzzle. You know what I mean? Like, again,
2: it's good. Good admitting it is the first step.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's rift. And and you know, mist and riven games again all over. I'm just not observant enough to know that the clues that I'm looking for.
2: No, I'm I'm, I'm there with you, Andrew. I I don't play mist and in those games. My wife is excellent at the game. She devours those games. She gets through them in like 20 minutes. I'm yeah, sitting yeah. going, I'm banging on the screen, going, give me somebody to kill. Yeah, yeah. My, my wife's the
1: same way. She is so good with those games. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm like Pat in that. Oh, I picked up a holotape. We'll just stash that away and never listen to that. <laughs> how many clues and stuff that i miss just because i i like forget to look at the terminal or i don't listen to this holotape and you know so if i was better about paying attention to the clues that they are giving me i wouldn't think it was so difficult since i'm such a dummy and like i don't even pay attention to the clues that they give you but so uh what clues were given to us for that there were lights other than their switches on the wall i don't know they didn't say anything about them being lights inside Jeremy, Can I, I can't recall anything. I don't
4: remember him saying anything about that. I was just wondering why he was so hurt he couldn't go inside and hit some light switches.
0: Oh, man, that, that, that'll that come up here in another minute or two. That uh, That's sort of a good question. Your leg is so hurt that you can't go in, but here in a minute you're going to get up. I was
4: spot. having a flashbacks to the gauntlet to Harvey, yeah. I think. What do you do? Can you yeah. be trusted?
5: Can you,
0: Give this guy a stem pack, or should I just go ahead and kill him? Uh, So one of your first uh, quest markers takes you off to near... um, Okay, and all you people in Boston, I'm not sure how you pronounce it in Boston. In Chicago, there's a section of Chicago called Hyde Park, but it's actually spelled Hyde Park. In Boston, do you pronounce the Hyde? Is it Hyde Park? It's it's Hyde,
4: to my knowledge.
0: Okay, so you go to Hyde Park, and it's sort of near Jamaica Plain, if you know where that, that region is. And you go to the church there on the edge of high park it 's not in the water. I know most of High Park is submerged in in the uh, the ocean side um, uh the water that 's that's coming up there but the 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 church itself is out of the water, and you go up inside of this church, keep winding up all the way to the top, you go to the back where the pulpit is, and all of these churches, by the way, if you 're looking at these pulpits as you go through, a lot of them have cap stash and pre war money and guns hidden inside the pulpit, which I think is really funny. So if you uh, look at there, and then you go up the stairs behind, and then you wind up to the second floor, you go to the opposite end of the church, and then up to the stairs there, they have a belfry, you know, a bell tower there. Up on the top of that bell tower, there is a lamp. And if you activate that lamp, it says you notice something shiny glimmering in the oil of the lamp. And you turn over the lamp, um, and you find a key hidden inside of the lamp. So there's your first key. At least that's the one I first found. So after that key... Um, Question. In, yes?
4: Uh, did you guys... I wasn't sure if it was scripted for it, but I assume not. I guess I had a, a vertebrate parked outside and a super mutant slash raider slash gunner slash uh, Brotherhood of Steel battle going on.
0: That That's much larger than mine. Mine, let's see, I walked in, there were... Brotherhood of Steel there was a verta bird um,
4: okay. of so course that was, that was part shot, of the
0: yeah i shot the verta down uh there were robots were my random enemies no, i had no. a, a robo brain and uh, a bunch of the little um sort of like i bot guys running around Just-
2: just for a little clarity, Andrew, how many followers are you rolling at this point?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Did I mention it last week? I'm sure I did. I have every vanilla follower. Oh, my. And the... the um,
2: yeah, the, you, the, the fight else. was easier for you because you've converted
0: everyone already. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't fight anymore, guys. I, I boss people around at this point. I just, I just go up and let other people do the work at this point, if you know what I mean. I got a maid in the shade.
2: So Andrew has become the federal government. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that is me. That is me. Big Brother. That's what they call me. Uh, So, let's see. You find the oil lamp at the top of the High Park church. Um, Again, I had to fight a robo brain. There was also a battle going on out back, but it was the Brotherhood, so I didn't really go to their assistance. Um, I shot down the Vertebert. I really wish that there was stuff in the Vertebert. I really wish that you could go over to the Vertebert and. You know, pick out a couple of gears from the wreckage or some junk of some sort. I, yeah,
4: missed it, opportunity.
0: A couple of a couple of uh pieces of power armor or something in there. Not not like the suit, but you know, just if you'd be able to find like a left arm or, or something fun. You
5: yeah, know? I mean, if you if
2: you go back to Lost, you know, the first episode of Lost when the plane went down, you know, even even they were able to scrounge something off uh, the plane that went down. What did they get?
1: Oh, they got everything: drugs, eyeglasses, clothing.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The whole farm and everything. Yeah. And, uh... that, was my,
2: that was my quick attempt to uh, hijack this into a Lost podcast. <laughs> if, we can't, if we can't do the zoo, Lost is my we'll, fault. We'll, we'll,
1: we'll, we'll ring up Michael and get him to join us and uh, we'll uh, br- take, him, take him back. back that, uh, like a flashback that, uh, episode of
0: Lost. <laughs> <laughs> the pilot was in Heroes, too. That's what I always noticed the first thing there. Greg Greenberg. Well,
1: He's a he's a huge J.J. Uh, Abrams. He's like a, he's he's like his pet. Pro- he's like uh, he's like the eraserhead actor is to David Lynch to J.J. Abrams.
0: That eraserhead, I swear, it looks like Tim Robbins, and I know it's not, but I, every time I look at that eraserhead poster, I see Tim Robbins. Uh, it's it's understandable. It's okay. uh, so we're finding our oil lamp key, and then after you find that key, that pushes my next quest marker off. Was up into the cemetery, and the cemetery is even more so um, like the Riven and mist sort of like clues. This one is really, really strange. Um, when I showed up, there were a bunch of ghouls who popped up, um, a glowing one and varied levels of ghouls, but I was happened to approach it from the side where I believe if I approach it from the Covenant angle, because it's just sort of north of Covenant a little bit uh, above the, the lake that is there just to the west of Covenant. If you, If you roll up that road, You can come up to the cemetery, and I believe you're up on the perch up above. There's sort of like not like a cliff, like a really steep drop-off, but there's like an area where you can stand up above and get a nice view of the whole cemetery. And as the ghoul sort of notice you, they turn and look and they'll start coming at you. I have enough shots of my vats now where I could I just took out every single one from above. It's so much fun to just like Pick off one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. Oh, I got all seven of them in one vats around. That's incredible. So, so, so maybe this
1: is a point to interject my my explosive combat shotgun. Okay, yes. I, I was I was during my failed attempt to make this quest work. I, I tried this com- I tried this approach of this. Uh, of what is it? What, what not? What is it? Wildwood, whatever the cemetery. Like three different times, uh, but every time I, I was able to because I have I have sneak four and I, I picked up all the sneak mags. So my character's pretty darn sneaky. So I was able to sneak up and get within shotgun distance of, of those ghouls. And I took out every ghoul in that cemetery with like four four blasts because the radius of destruction on that explosive shotgun is so great. I was able just to kind of like pepper the general area where they were standing and they just kind of vaporized. It's beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. Wonderful weapon. So anyway, uh, uh, that it's actually a really good sniper weapon because – it doesn't have quite the range of a true sniper rifle, but but because its area effect is so ridiculous, oh. I can actually snipe things from like a ridiculous far distance away, and it just kills almost everything with two shots. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's was a lot of fun.
4: Yeah. Self-modded or
1: uh... no, no. I, I I it was a it was a completely random drop. I I did not you know I didn't didn't cheat didn't s- save scum or anything. It just sort of like oh here's an explosive shotgun. Yeah.
0: Oh wow, yeah, there, there's yeah. a little. What there is a named one in the game somewhere? Well, there's le fusil terrible,
1: which is not explosive. explosive. It's um, cr- it's crippling. No, no, it's the one with the uh, more kickback. It's got more recoil, but it does more damage.
0: Oh, the, the radium rifle has radium. radi Oh, there's an explosive. Yeah, yeah. is That's, there
1: an explosive radium rifle?
0: It's the um. What's that one called? What's the... Oh yeah, the one the
1: children of the Adam give you. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: That one has uh, radiation damage and the an area of effect.
1: Yeah, yeah. That that one's brutal too. But yeah, but what you was, have to go to Far Harbor to get someone,
0: it. Someone had to remind me what it was called in the YouTube chat like two weeks ago. What's my problem?
2: <laughs> because you've been soaking up the radiation for too freaking long. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh
0: goodness. Um, so Jeremy, explain to me what is going through your head when you approach this this cemetery. What? Do we have any sort of clues going into it? Um, what, is, what is happening out at this cemetery? I, I, I was sort of lost approaching here. I didn't know what to look for.
4: Uh, I was lost, too. I approached. I saw the, you know, the ghouls. They're kind of centrally located. It's, I did notice immediately you know, there's kind of a central tree. It's a very circular uh, kind of uh, layout or plan of the, the graveyard and gravestones tossed a frag at the middle tree and kind of blew them all up and took care of the ghouls and I I did I looked I was looking through the gravestones and I I did eventually pretty quickly come upon one where I could examine it and it was uh, you know it came I came upon the what is it called the high noon priest or
1: noon priest I think
4: yeah the noon priest I am thinking of the gulch yeah that's
0: the high noon priest
4: (laughs) (laughs) but uh but yeah, I, so without looking anything up, I was able to spot that, and it, on it it had that, that poem, I think, right?
0: Yeah, um, hopefully I have that jotted down here somewhere. Uh, oh, but, see you, uh, Mr. Prepared, geez.
4: Um,
0: let's see. Here lies the noon priest. May he always rest in the midday shade. With him are his apostles, buried in the afternoon... And evening, numbering the same as the hour he rests.
4: Whatever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, and from that, I, I I, think I was on the right track. I gathered, like, you know, I examined his headstone, yeah. and I started looking for similar ones, and I was looking for, you know, I found some, under certain headstones, there's, like, lockets and, like, little things left, and I was thinking I'd find the key just sitting on one of those. Yeah. And I found nothing after searching for a long time.
0: So, were you just searching the the stones, or were you? Because when I actually went to YouTube to see how to, uh, it was on the 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 Tales of the Commonwealth uh, wiki. Uh, someone had posted a YouTube video about this quest, and that's actually how I figured out how to do it. But were you just searching? The,
4: yeah, I, w- I was literally just looking and trying to like you know look for something to interact with. Uh, yeah like an A, you know, press A to examine or, uh, but, you know, I, I looked at a forum that said, you know, you could crush the gravestones.
0: Yes. There you go. That's what I was getting at. Uh, I, and the YouTube video, (laughs) they were, they were, they had, you know, unarmed themselves and they were just using their fists. They were just punching down all the, um, the gravestones that they were looking for. So I thought it was cool that you can punch the gravestones and like break into three pieces and that will reveal, the stuff that you're looking for. Uh, but evidently the, the noon priest... Okay, here, here is the location of the noon priest. The, the graveyard is set out in a circle with um, a number of gravestones between each area of the clock, shall we say. The tree is in the middle, and at noon, the shadow of the tree points exactly toward the gravestone of the noon priest. Now, I'm not smart enough or wise enough to realize that this happened. I had to read this in the the wiki and watch the YouTube tutorial on how to solve all of this. So you find the um, the noon uh, priest and you knock down his tombstone, and then you go find the other two that he's talking about, and you knock down the other tombstones, and you eventually find the I've never went where. there might be some background noise coming through, bud. Um, sorry about that. We uh. So, I actually didn't use the the clues at all to figure out which tombstones it was because i couldn't figure out what it exactly was getting at, so I just ran around and knocked down every tombstone in the whole cemetery.
4: there were so many
0: I eventually <laughs> found the fucking key and it was on like this the third to last one that I <laughs> <laughs> like I spent twenty minutes knocking down all the stupid tombstones
1: so so i, I, I so i, I had complete fail on the cathedral piece. I was, I was, like I said, I went to the, 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 uh, cemetery. and was just trying to find it. I, I read the wiki. I didn't watch the video, but I read the wiki and supposedly like there's 12 tombstones that are the same. And those are the 12 and like the 12th one is the one or whatever. So I didn't knock over every tombstone, but I was knocking over like, all the ones that were the same and I got nothing. And at that point I just kind of like, you know, basically rage quit the whole quest line and and, and (laughs) didn't didn't try anymore. But I I, I was like trying it for like three hours, like different iterations. It wasn't like an instant rage quit, but I I felt justified, I guess, put it that way. Uh, But it it didn't work. So what happened? So what what happened? You knocked, you broke a tombstone and like the key was just like just there or what happened? How did you discover that? uh,
4: Similar to many of the, you know, uh, quests it just had a, a script pop
1: up okay right all right so you knock over tombstone and a script pops up exactly okay all right so it would have been obvious so because i because I, I broke a bunch of so it may i, I this is actually really helpful to me i I'm, I'm stubborn enough i'm 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 gonna go try it again not probably not tonight but before the next show i'm gonna go try another and i, I and, and maybe one thing i noticed with this is one of the other quests in the and the tales I, f- I forget which one it was like I, I i did the quest and like if i i i don't know how to describe this but it seems like if i do the quest as soon as i get the quest as opposed to you know in, in the base game normal fault you can get a quest and you could do it like you know 25 levels later it doesn't matter right it's in your quest log but i, I kind of had this suspicion that maybe with some of the some of the mod mod author quests, just because they don't have as much control as Bethesda does, that um, if you don't do the quest, maybe immediately you, you kind of, it kind of breaks. So that was, that was one thing I did. I went back and like loaded a much older save game and and went sort of like restarted at an earlier point and that still didn't work. But, but now that I have some of these hints from you guys, I'm going to try that again and load an older save game rather than, rather than going for my current save.
0: Yeah I, I I agree that Fallout 4 is better about that but I got burned so many times in Skyrim with launching a quest and then not doing it for a long time. Uh that would yeah. bug Skyrim a lot. So I, I,
1: I, I Yeah, I came across a lot of from within the group but also like online and stuff people having the same thing. So maybe maybe there's just something about the way you know, mod authors have you know, the tools they have available that happens more often.
0: Yeah. So look around Ah, uh, the cemetery. Pat, go do some good graffiti. Take a spray paint can. Knock over some gravestones. It'll be like you're a disgruntled sixteen-year-old all over again. It'll be great. Nice, nice.
1: I, but, I, I was a know, very gruntled sixteen-year-old. I'll have you Yeah, know. me too. I, I wasn't angry at anything.
0: Um, we were uh, running around the cemetery, all of us. Um, Jeremy, there are I think like three or four mausoleums perched around the, the, the crest of the, the ram I was talking about mm-hmm. and there's a couple of other buildings you can go into. I was convinced that the key was hidden in one of those buildings, so I spent a good hour just searching those like four or five little sheds over and spent over. Some
4: time. over. I spent and, some time in those looking for like, something.
0: Yeah, it's like you've got to move a vase. you got to scooch yeah. something over. You've got to find a switch. You know, There's something hidden in the coffin over here. Oh, wait. Look at the way that skeleton's hands are folded. That's different than that skeleton over there. That means something. Yeah. What does it mean? You know? So I wasted a lot of time doing all that. Those buildings have nothing to do with the quest at all. You don't have to find anything in there. Or you can just randomly punch down the gravestones if you want. I don't think you even have to wait till noon to have the tree line up with the noon priest gravestone to spark the, or to launch the quest. I, I, I think you can just literally go up and punch down all the uh, gravestones and eventually find the key. Uh, so that, that is my second key. And now I go back to the South Boston Cathedral where Denton was injured out front with the spotlights on the cross that I couldn't figure out earlier. This is at the point where I finally figure that whole mystery out. And then that reveals my third key. Um, Where was that? That was in the safe under the pulpit, I believe. Um, And then it gives you the quest marker to go out and speak to Denton again. So I step outside and talk to Denton. And what do you know? Earlier, his leg was so chewed up by a by a feral ghoul that he was on death's door right he was he was about dead he was a goner right we did not have much hope for denton all of a sudden denton's like hey great you found my keys for me let's go buddy come on let's have a party let's all so anyway uh what does denton do for you at this point when you oh did you have any other experiences gathering keys jeremy
4: no i think i think we covered it all yeah just pretend being a real real asshole at the end there, just uh, but he just he just leads uh, actually I don't he just said it's you know, follow me, but then I saw the quest marker, I blew past him and just went right to to the cellar
0: yeah, there's a cellar uh wrapped around the side of the building there's of course, like most of the churches in the game, there's a little um, little uh uh cemetery uh off to the side and in the cemetery are, are some storm doors down to a cellar, down to a root cellar. So you open up those doors and you go down and what do you find down here in our basement, Jeremy?
4: Uh, Oh, uh, well, there was a, you know, a couple of random goodies here and there. I think maybe some ammo and some of those keys that we found seem to open up some different, uh, boxes and whatnot. But, uh, basically you come upon a hollow tape, uh, next to it's It's, sitting at this sort of shrine at the end of the room. And there's like a, a, a bunch of kitten photos and pictures on the walls and stuff. Yeah. And it's right beneath the kitten kitten photos of this holotape.
0: I don't, I, it's a little bit of a stretch, but I, they were going for a pornography pussy joke.
4: Yeah, that's, that's what I was, I was picking that up. It was subtle, but yeah. Uh... <laughs> they, they said that the priest
0: had gathered all the pussy paintings and put them in the cellar of the church. I thought that was really funny. It was, it was a cute little, cute little joke there. Um, so, so all the kitten paintings are yeah. down in the basement, but our collector wanted a photograph to complete this collection. But, but instead, we find, like you said, a holotape. Okay. Now, this holotape is from the artist in question. This is from our Benjamin Spader. This is an audio tape of Benjamin Spader. But since it's not a photograph, it's he wanted the bestiality photograph specifically. Uh, did you play the holotape, Jeremy?
4: I sure did. And the, you know, the photos seemed to be foreshadowing a, a little bit of what uh, we were to hear.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the photos were dirty, dirty, and the audio tape was even dirtier. Yeah. you pick up this audio tape, okay, like you were saying, Jeremy, um, each of the keys that you pick up also opens up one of the treasures down. In the basement, there's a duffel bag, there's a a chem locker, there's like an explosive box, there's a a red chest. You know, there's the the typical little containers all over the room. But each one of the four keys that you picked up opens one of the treasures. And uh, you have, of course, all the pussy pictures. And then there's the holotape. Uh, You pick up the holotape, and that gives you the a quest marker to go go back to find what was that guy's name guthrie go find guthrie back at the uh, the brothel no the bordello sorry um the boston bordello and he is very upset because this is not a photograph this is not complete my collection he is not interested in this holotape even though the holotape is um it's pretty much a live action uh, description, uh, what is it? is there spanking going on or something? Yeah, it's, it's uh, a lot of
4: sort of role animal role-playing, maybe. And,
0: animal uh, role okay, there, yeah. And he was uh, into the reality, so... Yeah,
4: it suggestive. It had a lot of uh, innuendo, a lot of innuendo.
0: Yeah, but uh, there was no actual photograph, which is what he was after, so he said that this uh, particular artifact does not contain any artistic value. It contains a great deal of historic value but not any artistic value so he himself is no longer interested in whatever he sent us off for he does not want this piece which at that point i wanted to shoot him in the face because it doesn't matter this is what you sent me out for i'm bringing you this back this is what you wanted me to do why aren't you giving me the money that you told me you were going to give me right But I guess since it's not specifically, he wanted some art piece where he wasn't very like... I guess he was sort of specific. But, you know, he just wanted this piece. This should have been plenty good for him. So I don't know what his problem is. But he uh, gets all sort of pissy and does not give you any money for all of your troubles. But my quest completed right there. I I got like 500 and some XP. Now, at that point... Does he give you some advice then, Jeremy?
4: Yeah, well, actually, I, I played it through two ways, actually, uh, just because when I exited the bordello after I had a crash and I decided to say something different. And I thought it was interesting. The, so the first time I talked to him, he didn't want it. And he, he, he basically just said, um, you know, it's of no value to me. Try and sell it at the auction house. Um, and he's really short. And yeah, the, the, the other time I talked to him, he went a little bit deeper into saying, you know, I well, I prefer v- visual art, and this isn't my personal taste. And mm-hmm. um, but then he again he suggested that uh, you could, no, I'm not going to pay for it, but you can try and sell it at the auction house nearby. I'll mark it on your map.
0: Yeah, he, so he marks it on your map, and it's literally just a couple blocks away. It is also right on the riverfront property down just a a few, maybe a couple hundred yards uh, to the west on the riverfront. You'll find. The, I believe it's called the Charles River Auction House, I think. Something, something very similar to that. But yeah, you go into this auction house. Uh, by the way, your quest is complete at this point. You don't have to do any of this. This is only if you want to get any of the caps that that motherfucker said he was going to give you.
4: Yeah, this actually shows up under the MISC quests. I, yeah, it, I double-checked because I, I was confused because I completed it but saw that message.
0: Yeah, it it completes the the quest, but launches its own sub-miscellaneous quest to get your money back for the item. And then it'll put a quest marker in the auction house that we were saying. Anyway, you go into this auction house, and off to the right side in the back, uh, to the right of the stage, there is a bulletin board, and you can... Put objects that you want to auction off on the bulletin board. Well, of course, the game's not going to let you just auction off any random item in your inventory. This is this is the only this holotape is the only object that is available to be auctioned. So you go and you sign up basically on the bulletin board just by saying, Yes, I want this item to be auctioned off. And then you go and the, the quest says to wait until the next um, the next auction, which is basically yours. So I sat there in the chair and I waited for an hour. Uh, there's there's a bunch of chairs out here on the floor. There's a little stage that there's an auctioneer and a um, an assistant. Um, but I was sitting on the 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 chair on the floor there out just sort of like in the in the crowd, and nothing was happening. I was just kind of waiting around. I I stood up and tried to interact with the auctioneer. He wouldn't say anything. The assistant also wouldn't say anything besides like hello, hey, oh, hello, hey. And so I was like, hmm, something weird is going on here. And so I sat back down in the chair. I waited two hours. Nothing happened. waited a couple hours. Nothing happened. And then I went back outside, and I came back in, and then everything started launching. So what I figured out is after, because I've been having a couple of crashing issues with all the, the weird mods and followers and stuff that I'm using. But after a couple of different crashes and reloads, I figured out that, What you have to do is you have to go into that room, you have to sign up for the auction, and then when it says you have to wait for the next auction to to begin, you don't actually have to leave the auction house, but you have to step back out of that main room towards the doors and either go up or down the stairs, off to the level, and then go back into that main room, and then the auction will proceed. There's some weird mechanic in the script of how it, um, how he wrote it—that you have to leave that main room and then step back into the main room—and that is what will trigger the auction to actually begin. And so, I don't... Hot,
2: so, hot tip for mod authors: not only do you need to make sure that your quest uh, doesn't conflict and crash the regular game, you need to be sure that you're compatible with somebody rocking around with 30 followers in your mod.
0: It's only like 15 or 16. At this no, point. I apologize. I'll, oh, I'll go back to I'll go back to my corner. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so I uh, walk back into the room. The auction starts. Um, the there's a, there's a few different uh, people um, in the crowd uh, bidding, and it gets up. It starts at I think like five, and then goes to six, seven. I think it ends at eight hundred caps is what I got for. This holiday, which I am totally happy with. And like, when I hear that, I'm like, oh man, that creepy Guthrie would have only given me like three or 400 probably anyway. So I'm really happy with the 800 caps that I got for going to the auction house. So in the long run, it does pay off uh, to ignore Guthrie and go to the auction house and pay off. Did you have any um, cool experiences in the auction at all there, Jeremy? I
4: I, I was in a rush to complete it and I, I haven't gone there. I, I might just keep it for uh Memories. Mem- Memories in the Wasteland oh, is nice. my little Benjamin Spader collection.
0: Oh, great. Um, does I assume he kept that picture that you brought earlier. We probably don't have that picture. Did we get any money for bringing that to him?
4: I don't... You know, I don't think so. We probably got money for
0: taking it to the Photoshop proprietor earlier, I'm
4: assuming. Um, Actually, I'm, to I'm curious... If you can sell other, can you sell other things at that auction house, or is that just? I, I
0: believe, I, I believe the only item that was available was was the holotape. But I that would be great if the, he just wrote that into the game, where you could just go and <sighs> turn off your crap.
4: That'd be but, tight. Yeah, be really fun.
0: Yes.
1: So, is it uh, friend of the show, Kyle? Isn't he one of the voices at the auction?
0: Yes, I was about to bring that up. The auctioneer, uh, to my ear, when I heard him, it, to me, it sounded like. Kyle and then I that sort of sparked uh, a memory. Oh wait, I think Kyle mentioned that he was you know um um bad X, he was those whalers, and he was also an auctioneer, if I remember right, so I was like, yeah, that probably rings a bell for a reason i think I think we ran into another Kyle Brennan voiced character. That was awesome. Hi, Kyle. Got to run into you again. Kyle, the new
2: Bellethor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yes. uh so do we have any other things we'd like to cover with uh indecent exposure jeremy did your roundtable role play any uh sort of role in how you had to go through uh, the quests
4: i don't i don't think so just that i'm used to used explosives as i've been doing constantly uh, to take care of those ghouls around the tree i know also around the tree we didn't mention you, did you find a magazine there Oh,
0: I did not. I should go back. What magazine did I miss?
4: At the base of the tree, I believe it was uh, a Total Hack magazine, the Control Turrets issue, and it says it allows. It, what does it say? Uh, includes the turret hacking source code. Wow. I don't know what that means, though. Yeah, this is what I was going to say it, it yeah. means.
1: Uh, so there's three. There's three of those. I forget where the other two are. There's the protectron hack, the tur- turret hack, and the Spotlight hack, and Not, not with every, it's, it's kind of not random, but, but not every turret, not every protectron, not every spotlight supports the hack, but most do. So, you know, when you, when you find a terminal that controls any of those, you have the option to load that tape. And if you load that tape, it then gives you some other options. Like the turrets, you can, um, you can actually like, you can, you can cause the turrets to self-destruct. You can cause them. You, know, you, you By default, you can shut the turrets great. down or turn them on or off, but the hack lets you self-destruct or uh, target, change the target. So basically, oh, like, you can nice. change the turret so that they'll kill the the, the bad guys for you. So it's okay. actually pretty handy. And the, and the Protectron, if you get all the options, again, it doesn't work with every Protectron, but some of them will actually turn on this VIP escort mode where the Protectron will escort you. Oh, nice. And, and fight off your enemies for you. That's great. I like that. Yeah. yeah, all three of those are are, are fun to have. They're yeah, you know, they're, they're yeah, they're not essential for every build, but they're a lot of fun to have because it just gives you another option.
0: Yeah, that's great. Uh, um, do we have anything else we want to cover in that quest? I think I'm cool. I'm good. Right on, uh, Pat. Did you get through love and peace?
1: I did. I did. I did make it through love and peace. Um, that one was one. Um, that I think that was the one where I kind of realized that. Wait a minute, if I do the quest immediately, maybe I'm going to have better luck. And and I and I did that, and uh, <laughs> the end, it ended badly for me because I I I, no. I sort of kind of blew myself up again with the with the dreaded explosive shotgun. But but I got through the quest and then blew myself up at the end. So yeah, uh, I actually was a little disappointed. So in this quest, you have to go to Fiddler's Green. Uh, to start, which is a little bit of an obscure location. It's kind of off the beaten track. I mean, I don't, I didn't find Fiddler's Green for a long time. You know, in just in my regular sort of you know Fallout wanderings, it took me a long time to find that location because it's it's kind of not near anything major. I don't know if you guys found it you know, before this quest. Did you guys
4: yeah, find I Fiddler's up, Green on its up, own? I stumbled upon it uh, from Fort Hagen um, when I was doing. Yeah, that's yeah story. that's
1: yeah yeah that that's that's where you'd find it. Yeah. So so I like that location. I mean, it's a little tricky because there's a glowing one there and there's some other yeah. there's some fairly tough ghouls, but it's also got some good loot. it's um, a,
0: I, it's it's a very a... cool location, Pat. I used it as one of my um my round table settlements. Do you remember the the horrible round table disaster yeah. where um all of my settle my recruited settlers were dropping into the ocean and floating away? Yeah. Well, that was, that was my settlement on Far Harbor my settlement on the mainland that I was using was I put down a a workbench there at the 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 trailer park because there there's not a normal workbench there but uh I so I dropped down um you know the duffel bag and then you convert it to the the workbench yeah, and yeah. You know, so. and that's yeah so
1: cuz it's a pretty it would be a good spot for a settlement that's a really good cool. choice
0: there's lots just because of the trailers there's lots of interior um areas that you can build onto and if you can like build from uh Rooftop to rooftop across the, the, the trailers. So you can actually yeah, have yeah, really yeah. building structures there. So I yeah. found it fun to build over there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so uh, so I got that. I talked to, you know... I was a little disappointed because the mod kills the ghouls that are there. Because when you get to Fiddler's Green, if you have the mod loaded, the ghouls are dead. Cause yeah. I guess because the, 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 the hippies have killed the ghouls. Um, which oh. is... Yeah
0: yeah interesting yeah
1: because yeah. if, if you if you go to fiddler's green without without the hippies there you know there's probably 10 12 15 ghouls uh and there's also did you guys find the uh the 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 the, the three tapes about the little squirrel
0: the, oh not this time but i have in the past Can you can you fill me in on those again? well
1: i don't remember yeah you know, i don't it's basically like sort of a, like little you know, fallout-esque you know uh, story you know a kid story about you know a a, 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 a squirrel who like trusts people and then he learns not to trust people. It, it's it's, it's, it's much better if you find it's only three tapes and they're all right there. In Fiddler's green. If, if for, for listeners who haven't found them, I highly recommend it. Go, go, go to Fiddler's green, find the three tapes and listen to them. Cause it's, it's a riot. It's very funny.
4: I've only found one. I I started listening to it. It seemed funny, but uh, yeah, it's it's a hoot.
1: Yeah, you you should find. it. they're all right there. You just got to be. You just got to look on the desk and yeah, they're all out on desks yeah. or tables or whatever. They're they're all they're all findable. Um, and there's a suit of power armor. I forget whether it's leveled uh, behind the master lock in one of the terminal in one of the uh, one of the uh, the the trailers.
0: That's cool. I I didn't even uh, look around the trailers much this time. Just
1: yeah. Yeah so so that's one of the things I did you know Andrew you're talking about kind of your earlier on your, how you kind of like you know, defaulted to work in your perception your agility for me I like to work my I like to work uh, my my blocks up to master just because I just hate not being able to open a lock um, so uh, with almost all my characters, I eventually work lock pick up to master, and so I've got master with this character and, and was able to get him. There's also a key you can find, but but you can also get in without, but just pick the lock if you have master.
0: Yeah, that's uh, I, I love having the master hacker, too. Just I don't like being kept away from stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't always get them both, but I usually try to get one or the other, uh, and this character's not particularly smart, so. And
0: generally, they'll make it Oh, if you can't hack, you can probably lock the you know pick this yeah, lock. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Sometimes
1: hey.
3: Sometimes
0: they prevent you, but
1: hey, and actually, I, let me uh, while we're kind of talking about stuff, we um, for the first time ever, 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 I took um, the fourth level of lockpick with this character.
0: Oh, nice. What's that? Is, well,
1: that's the one that you don't break lockpicks or oh, your bobby yeah. pins, skeleton key. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And see the point. I I had never taken it before but this is the first character that I've gotten to a really high level since playing Skyrim. And I realized how nice the skeleton key was not because you broke lockpicks because who cares? You get thousands of lockpicks. You don't care, but because it saves you time because you don't have to like restart your lockpicking. And I realized that the lockpick level four, you don't need it because you don't want to break Bobby pins. It, It saves you a lot of time because if you, in a case where you would otherwise break a Bobby pin, you can just keep jiggling the lock. And it saves like you know quite a bit of time on every lock you pick. So mm. it's actually to me, I realize, oh, this is kind of a quality of life issue. I'm break- yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm less frustrated, you know. True. So, you must so, be perk rich. Oh uh, well, I've got this character up to level eighty three. Oh, so you go. so I've, I, and then, well, the other thing I'm doing is just for some variety, I'm using one of the, the cheap mods to kind of respect myself periodically, just to kind of I I I, I played all the like, round table perks up to level four, you know, to the top level. And then I was getting bored, so I started dork- dorking around with my perks. So, like I've, I started out with Gunslinger, but I've now reassigned myself to Commando just to play around with automatic weapons. Oh. You know, just, just, just because I. Is can.
4: that issues respect?
1: Uh, I've used that in this case. What I'm doing is I'm, I'm actually being more blunt. I'm, I'm using more of a blunt issues is the way to do it if you want to do it kind of lore friendly because you make a chem and it's and it does it kind of within the context of the game. So I highly recommend issues respect mod. Um, as a lore friendly way to do it. But I'm just doing a blunt force thing where it's like, okay, I've got five points of commando. I'm just going to use the cheat tape to mm-hmm. terminal cheat to reduce those points to zero and then add by five somewhere else. So it's it's much more blunt instrument. I'm, I'm not really role-playing this character anymore. I'm just like
2: power gaming. So gotcha. for those of you paying close attention, that's dorking as opposed to derping. <laughs> <laughs> Please
1: understand the difference. Oh, the, all the difference in the world. Oh my God. To the most casual observer, there's differences.
2: And if you get it wrong, you fail the fallout feed. <laughs> Turn it off now. We have nothing left to give you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so anyway, so that's, uh, so uh, where were we? I think that was a sidebar within a sidebar. Yeah, it was like oh, two okay. levels of sidetracking. Sorry about that. Yeah, we're at yeah,
0: so, the, uh, the trailer park. What's going on? Yeah, there?
1: so I'm at the trailer park and I go talk to Moonbeam or whatever the hell the hippie's name is. And, uh, you know, they're like, oh, you know, life is so good being a hippie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, here's this cute little kid or her little you know, teddy bear jammies or rocket jammies or whatever the hell. Yeah. Um,
0: those are adorable pajamas. Do you know? I would love to have those for my toddler. Those are really cute. Yeah. That's
1: you know, Bethesda would make a killing if they put those up on the Bethesda store at Christmas time. Yeah,
0: really every
1: good. every geek, every Bethesda fan would be buying those for either their own kids or their nephews or their right. nieces or Andrew's yeah. little boy. You know, with, Mo would
2: probably get fifteen of those for Christmas. With, with Andrew alone, whatever they want to market for Christmas time with Andrew, he would buy. Yeah, everything. that's right.
0: <laughs> it has Fallout, and christmas on it in some fashion i'm, I'm totally in. you you should, you should you should
1: suggest that to bethesda we, we think think what a killing they'd make if they sold a little like kid onesie with that with that uh with that jammy pattern on it
0: that's the best pattern that's so good yeah
1: Same. just
0: yeah.
2: to just to annoy my family i wore my fallout uh uh sweater my fallout christmas sweater for fourth <laughs> oh, of july nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice nice
0: God, where were you that you could wear a sweater on Fourth of July? Oh,
3: it was
2: like it was like ninety degrees and I was sweating I was sweating uh, that's great that's great Radio edit balls <laughs> but, but I proved a point I won
0: i think i don't know if we've revealed this at all. I think Pat picked up an extra Christmas sweater.
1: I I, I I did and I think at some point, you know, we're gonna have to we're we we're gonna have to throw that into one of our giveaways or something. I, mean, I, I was gonna save it maybe for the maybe for the uh uh for the uh for the for the charity stream whenever we get oh, that done I'm in perfect. the
0: fall. That's awesome. Great idea. Oh charity stream? Oh man, we got so much stuff that we can talk yeah, to. We, we, okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think the ultimate prize for the King of the Bunker Hill or the charity stream should be Pat's red premium fallout feature no 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 off my cold dead body dennis <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't say that he's gonna start plotting
1: well i don't know man he knows where i live so maybe so
2: <laughs> or i could just rip it off him at, at the uh podcast cold dead, body, cold dead body dude
1: cold dead body
0: we're gonna we're gonna come up with a plan yeah. So uh,
1: yeah, so you go to the hippies and you you kind of introduce yourself and they say you know blah 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 blah, uh, and then you you kind of like nothing happens, right? You sort of like okay, like right? The hippies are the hippies, they're nice, and there's no real quest marker or anything else. You just kind of hang with the hippies, maybe you know maybe loot the area or whatever. Uh, and then you know, now again, I, I because you know Andrew, you're talking about fast traveling. I'm totally fast traveling. I'm playing survival, but I'm fast traveling and quick saving because. When you're on a when you're on a round table deadline, man, you don't have time to replace yet. So I, I quick save, I fast travel, but otherwise, I'm 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 playing you know, broadly vanilla survival. Um, but in this case, I, I read the the wiki and said, okay, how, how do you advance the quest? It's like, well, you go inside one of the modded locations, and I guess that's because Chris has to use one of his own locations to control what happens next, which is you go into a modded location, you turn on your radio uh and you gotta pop up uh, you know, uh distress whatever it says you know fiddler's green distress signal received or whatever you listen to it and they say oh shit we're under attack come help us and you gotta go back to fiddler's green you go back to fiddler's green and you got you're presented with a, a dilemma you're on the horns of a dilemma at this point.
0: When when Pat says um an interior uh area, what you want to do you want what he means is a modded cell that Chris himself has created for the mod. Like, for instance, the bordello that we were talking about earlier. You want to go inside behind those doors, and that is what sparks.
1: The- yeah. And, and what's, uh, I'm trying to think or of some the of the other locations. Alley.
0: The bowling uh, alley you can go into. Or the
1: uh, post cultures. office, the hot okay. post office, I think, would work.
0: Anything that Chris has created mod wise, yeah, uh, you can you can pop into behind a door and then hop right back out, and then you'll have that radio signal.
3: Yeah,
1: and it says, you know, help us, help us, you're our only hope. You know, Soul Survivor, your only hope. You go back to Fiddler's (laughs) Green, and oh, there's problems ensue. I
2: just had this vision of Pat with the Princess Leia like (laughs) honey
0: buns on the side of his head. Yeah, honey
2: buns, good, good one. Yeah, I like that. With
1: the with the stuns, the 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 uh, the, the blaster on stun with the the, the mysterious circular blue bl- uh beam that never appears again in, in uh, Star Wars. Yeah.
0: Oh, they're they're trying to kill the rest of the time, I guess. Yeah, yeah,
1: Split, blaster set to kill.
2: So, um, uh, yes. we're still mad at continuity for everything for Fallout mods for Star Wars. Bring the hate.
1: Yeah. It yeah it's like hey man it's it's you know this is a safe space for geeks to kind of rage out against the rage against the dying of the light uh so uh so they say you know you got uh wait a minute there's uh what's what, what is the kid's name moonbeam or what What the hell is the crystal
4: kid's moonbeam
1: crystal moonbeam yeah yeah crystal meth moonbeam yeah <laughs> so little crystal meth moonbeam has been kidnapped by super mutants yeah so there's no way like a six-year-old kid's going to be hurt by super mutants no it's got to be fine Or the settlements being attacked by raiders, and you got to find which one do you do? So, so Andrew, which one did you do?
0: Well, the um, and these hippies are giving you all kinds of shit. By the way, you you talk to these guys, and you know they're supposed to be free, loving, and peaceful people, right? Hippies, Uh, but like Pat was saying, I didn't even think of this before. You show up and. Um they they start giving you a bunch of shit. They ask, uh, "Are you with the Minutemen?" You say, "Yes, I'm with the Minutemen." And then, then they like spit at the ground at your feet and they're like, "Oh, the Minutemen, you know, they're I guess they're fine, but you know, we only believe in using peace to solve our problems. The Minutemen are weak because they use violence to solve theirs." And then the you were mentioning, Pat, that all the ghouls were dead when you showed up, which brings to mind so the hippies showed up, and then they killed all the ghouls using violence. Fucking hypocrites, <laughs> right? Something, yeah. yeah. Those ghouls didn't kill to, themselves,
1: did they?
4: You don't seem you know. to like these hippies, guys. Well, come <laughs> on, man! They're like all about the love. Uh,
2: but anyway, does anyone um, really like hippies? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll throw it out there. I'll I'll, I'll be the bad guy. I does anyone? They smell. Wash. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tons friends. Who are who are deeply and and rooted in the hippie culture, but uh, <laughs> I, I'd be I'd be burning tons of friends if I say I hated hippies. But you know that I do agree that the the culture is a little, yeah, much sometimes. Shall we say?
4: I'm uh, um, I'm surprised they survived so long in the wasteland.
0: How did how did they get how did they live so long in the wasteland? That's a great point. Um, but anyway, uh, there is one of the hippies saw the Super Mutant steal a uh, crystal and run off. So he followed them just to see where they were taking her. Gary. Gary was his name. Okay. um, Oh, Gary. That's an important Fallout name. Look um, at you,
2: Andrew, with some lore. Yeah, go get, start. Go get um, it.
0: I, I finished three. I think I told you guys that. I finished uh, Fallout 3 uh, last week and I've started uh, New Vegas. But anyway, um, so Gary followed the Super Mutant to where do you go to trinity church and as you can imagine trinity church is right by the trinity tower and all that so the trinity church and then he comes back but on the way back he is jumped or let's see i don't even remember he's trying to sneak by and gets caught by raiders, so he has to kill one of the raiders and then he runs back home so anyway he gets back home and he's like okay Here's the situation. The little girl is in Trinity Church, but raiders are on their way here now to kill us. So then we are presented with, Then I love this structure in the quest that actually has consequences. If you do one thing, one bad thing yeah. can happen. You can't avoid something bad happening in this quest, which is really great way to structure the quest. I really like how this one is set up and it's not a long quest it's not horribly involved but i just like that if you do one thing another thing is going to happen if you do the other thing the other thing is going to happen i just like how that is set up um so now where were we pat we're talking about our options here option one is to go rescue crystal of course from the super mutants option two is to let crystal die and defend the settlement of Fiddlers Green and save the how many hippies are left four or five something like that save, save a handful of hippies at their settlement so uh, those are our two options, guys. What did everyone do
4: well i was uh I was optimistic and I thought <laughs> i I could save both Is it uh, but I, st- I, I defended them from the Raiders first was my my choice
0: yeah and when um I assume like what five or ten raiders probably showed up, and you probably dispatched them without much
4: yeah it was about uh about four four i think five maybe for me Gosh.
0: so that's not even a, a a very big attack, so you take care of these raiders, I assume fairly quickly, but then mm-hmm. how do they what happens then do you have to also go to the church to figure it out or do they uh, tell you immediately that you've uh, failed another part i, I, I did not yeah, know
4: no, it, it basically just had me investigate the church next like you know move move on to the church and see if you can find crystal and what did you find i, I found a sad scene uh just laying on the ground i have cleared it out of super mutants a couple missiles into the Sanctuary, took care of some uh, super mutants, and I found uh, the pajamas laying on the floor kind of in the, oh, no. the collapsed basement and Crystal Moonbeam lay dead.
0: Oh, that is the worst. Could you, could you loot her jammies? <laughs> <laughs> oh, harsh.
4: Heartless. Heartless. Uh, so,
1: so, you know, now, this is interesting, though, because now you, you, the player character, didn't do it, but this mod killed a kid
0: yes it did, I did. You
1: know, it, you know, that's you know since Fallout 3 that's been a thing that you can't do you know is you can't kill a kid um you can't
0: uh, hire him either right no oh, no you can you wow have a
1: little boy is, that uh, true?
4: is there anything yeah. that
1: does that so so you know um I, I Dennis I don't know if you know one of the earlier you know in the Fallout 1 or 2 or there was a point at which one of the games you could kill a kid you could kill kids but like I think you got like a uh, like a evil there was reputation a, a, or something. Yeah, there was a
2: there was a major consequence to it, but and and off of that, they mixed it.
1: Yeah, and then and then it starting in Fallout Two, you could not kill kids. Yeah, And same thing in Skyrim, Fallout New Vegas, uh, you know, you have Vanilla Fallout Four. You know, kids kids are invulnerable. You, you you can't kill them.
2: I mean, i I'm a I'm a rotten sob, but I mean, come on, killing children, <laughs> come on now. You are those those
4: damn super mutants. (laughs) Uh, They killed her, right?
1: Yeah. You know, the mod did it. You know, uh, know, but actually what I wonder is like, you know, how did he like, you know, because I think behind the scenes, like did he, is that corpse like, is it like not really a corpse, right? Is it, is it like a thing that, is it like some kind of object that looks like a dead kid, but isn't really a dead kid? Right. Well, they
0: sleep. It sleep looked horizontal.
1: Yeah, it looked. She looked dead. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I, don't, I mean, I, I, you know, technologically, I don't know what you know what what it all means, but you know, I thought it was kind of interesting that you know that was you know he did something that that in the in the and, and again, you the player character can't kill a kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I is just made a little different. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: so, Jeremy, you did option, I'm not even sure which is one or which is two, but you decided, I think you did option two, which was to defend the yes. satellite when you found the girl dead. Did did you reload and play it the other way as well? No. All right, so I played it the other Instead way. I. Oh. Um, where I said, you hippies are hopeless. This girl at least <laughs> has some sort of future ahead of her if I can start mm-hmm. influencing her life at this point. Andrew, that is some choose your own adventure bullshit right there.
2: You're like, you're like, oh, if you go to page two, you can get this ending, but if you go to page five, you might get this ending. And Andrew's like, oh, I'll just flip back and forth. You don't get. It's not
0: fair, Andrew. It's not. I I want the, I want the power ending. That's it.
1: Choose your own adventure bullshit. I love it. I love it.
0: I went to the Trinity church immediately. Um, And again, that's a long haul all the way to to downtown from the far west side of the map. Um, Yeah. It's it's the Trinity tower. I fast traveled down to there. So I don't have to make that um, trip by foot because I was asking you, Jeremy, about the Raider attack, because that happens Fairly instantly, if I can remember right, they are like oh, the yeah. launches, and you have to run by the raiders in order to go to. Yeah. yeah.
4: Honestly, so, I, I chose that decision just because of the how quickly it happened. I, you know, I just yeah. I saw a legendary raider in front of me. And my reaction was to fight.
0: Yeah that 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 battle is over a hundred times before you're even a yeah. quarter mile. From, yeah. so that was another timing wise thing that I was thinking about. I was like. Man, the the raider attack happens so quickly, but it's like a two day walk to yeah. from <laughs> where I am. You know, so I, I just fast traveled, of course. But I, that in the back of my head, I was also thinking, there's a weird time to.
1: Dis- dis- yeah, I, I, that that was. I mean, that that was a little hard for me to suspend disbelief on that one. That wait a minute, you, these raiders are like like if if it was like something where like the raiders are going to attack at dawn tomorrow and then you actually had to make a choice of you know, do you sleep there and wait for the raiders or do you go after then you know I, you know, we gotta we probably can't you know hold their mod author he said you can only do so much exactly. but 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 it was a little weird to me it's like you know yeah you can't spend two minutes killing these raiders and then spend yeah you know, two days getting to trinity church it was a little I, I wish it had played out a little differently just to be a little more i don't know i, I i'm not playing this for immersion but it just seems like it was so goofy That 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 this immediate Raider attack was going to stop you from making this two day travel or whatever.
2: Yeah, and we 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 definitely invite uh, Chris to come on the Fallout feed. And be like, "Come on, guys! You, yeah. you guys want all these options? I'm, I'm busting my ass. I'm not getting paid. You know, hey, hey, hey. I'm supporting <laughs> him on Patreon.
1: Break. Go to 3dnpc.com. Yeah. You can find Chris Takahashi's Patreon page. is very worthy. Uh, he absolutely 100 percent deserves everything. And not that I'm feeling like you know, because like I've given him all the props that you know, he's doing really hard work uh, for for hardly any compensation. But this particular choice was a little troubling to me." <laughs> Well,
2: yeah, definitely support Chris. And then when you support him, break his ass and be like, <laughs> this didn't work. Come on, Chris, fix it. It's it's just like Bethesda. You know, we gave you our money. Now yeah. fix everything. And, and don't,
1: don't you dare charge us for mods. And what do you mean you're releasing Skyrim on another platform?
2: <laughs> Creation Club, what the mother? <laughs>
0: yep. So... Let's see. Uh, I, I I go and I rescue the girl, which entails uh, emptying out some uh, super mutants. I don't recall there being a ton of super mutants, and not all that highly leveled either. I'm um I'm in the upper seventies level wise. There were just uh, brutes, I think. A couple of brutes, but
1: there's one with a isn't doesn't one have a mini gun? minigun?
0: Minigun, yeah. yeah.
1: That one could be a little nasty if you're not ready for it.
0: Uh, again, um, I've got sixteen people with me, so it's hard for him to concentrate. It's hard for anyone to concentrate fire on me when uh, you know I've, I've got sixteen meat shields.
2: So, so wait, <laughs> I might I might have missed it. Andrew, you're level seventy. Pat is like what level one hundred and forty? A- Eighty three, I think.
0: Oh my goodness! This is my highest level character I've ever been. Right. I've, oh. I've never been of the sixties. Uh, I've I've had,
1: had a different character go to a hundred, but this is this is my second highest ever.
0: Yeah, this is—it's just because it's—I'm in survival mode, which I haven't played before. Which you gain so much more experience for everything that you accomplish.
2: And like, and like I mean, a year and a half ago, Andrew's like, "I'll never play survival." Now he's like, "I'm level two hundred and forty. I'm I'm eating. I'm, I'm taking yeah, on the Iceland. Get out of my be, way."
0: It's n- Vanilla survival mode is obnoxious. If you can tweak <laughs> it a little bit to have saves and fast travel, then I'm all for survival mode. It's great. But the limitations that normal survival mode puts on you is just, it's too much in my opinion, especially for the round table format. Like Pat was mentioning earlier, if we're on a time schedule, I don't want to be playing the same thing over and over. And then, Oh fuck, I haven't saved, you know, I haven't found a bed in two hours. So now crap, I have to go play all that again. Like, no, I don't have time for that, especially with the round table. But it is incredible to all the experience that you get. It's, it's, well, it's, it's, You know,
2: it, it is a, a tip of the hat to Andrew and Pat, people that have played the round table, because it, it's it's one thing to do a play along, but when you have to consistently get out, you know, content, it it's not so easy. I, I have fallen by the wayside, I have failed. Oh, Pat me. and Andrew deserve all the props in the world because it's not an easy thing to do so life happens and it happens to all of us yeah 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 absolutely yeah no life does not happen you play (laughs) the game you own the game next up the new vegas roundtable
0: wow that's something we will also get into here in just like a couple of minutes we'll uh talk about the future of the show where we're going to be heading over the next couple of months we've got lots of exciting news coming up Uh, But after you clear out a couple of super mutants there at the church, I believe there's the collapsed floor that uh, Jeremy was mentioning that goes to the bottom floor of the church, and down there uh, she's just standing, happy as could be, ready to go back, and you interact with her, and uh, you say, come on, let's let's head on back home, so we go back home, and then uh, she's there, and she's like, oh, hey, Cosmos, um, Stardust, hey, everybody, hey, how you doing, what's going on? She's like, it takes her an embarrassingly long amount of time to realize that these people aren't just sleeping. You know what I mean? Like, the characters talking to these corpses, like, hey, how's it going? Oh, that's sad. Oh, Uh, Cosmos? Cosmos? Why aren't you talking to me, Cosmos? Hello? Anyway, so, uh, uh, eventually she comes to the realization that these people aren't waking up. And you get to the point where, of course, where you can offer for her to come back with you to your settlement um, and i was like oh great this is awesome we're going to have yet another settler and it's always cool to have you know varying settlers uh, another kid and the cool jammies would be fun to have running yeah, around the yeah. settlement but then she refuses she's like uh, nah, i'll be fine here <laughs> <You're> like what <laughs> i just thought that was really remarkable so at that point you are then tasked with cleaning up uh, the dead bodies around the place. So I was like, "Huh, that's kind of weird. I'm not sure how to do this. Do they want me to drag the bodies like out of town? Like just because there's a hill over there. Should I just sort of go over to the hill and sort of like push them over the hill or there's water. There's a lake, like a quarter mile up the road. You want me to go, you know, sort of a Viking funeral ship type thing here. What do you want? Sweetheart. So uh, I, I dragged all the bodies into the pool at first. And that didn't do anything. I was like, hmm, so what was going on here? And I found another body, and then I interacted with it, and it was like, oh, harvest hippie meat. <laughs> I was like, or no. Ew. Hip, hippie corpse was what the item was called. It was like, harvest hippie corpse. And I was like, oh, gross. So I harvested four hippie corpses. <laughs> and then the quest marker popped up as I was wandering around. Or no, there wasn't even a quest marker. I found um, one of the little dirt patches in between uh, the main building off to the side of the pool there. There was a dirt pile with a shovel sticking out, and then you can uh, put your uh, your cursor over the shovel. If you interact with the shovel, it'll then it'll, say, uh, bury your hippie corpses. So um, after you put them to rest, then the uh, the quest ends... And 514 XP and leveled up to 77. So, nice. yeah. Um, and I just thought it was funny that you uh, offered to give her a nice safe environment to come live at. And then she flat out refuses. Um. And I wondered, could you all, could other followers from Tails, could you have them? At your settlement without following you, could you like dismiss Audrey to go back to one of your settlements? So I, like, I think you can. I, so I didn't. I, I, I dismissed
1: before. Audrey so long ago. I, I forget, yeah. but I think yeah. she went to one of my settlements. She's at my
4: settlement. I know.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have like but all I, the settlements, so I don't know where she is.
4: <laughs> was Was Sadie from the Bordello supposed to become a follower? I. I th- and I don't I, remember. But I believe I, it's a I did not
1: get her as a follower, though maybe I could have. I, I, I don't know. She's the guard, right? The one outside.
4: Yeah, yeah. I I didn't get her as a follower, but I thought I remembered hearing someone say that. i I was trying to remember if she was one Who's, or not, but
0: I believe. Hmm. Was that Paul? Paul? Were you with the one with a bunch of different followers, and did you have Sadie and Audrey both? I believe that might have been Paul. I'm not sure, but uh, I think that he might have had both of them. I could be wrong, of course. Oh, yeah. So, anything else? Uh, I thought this was a very fun quest. Aside from the weird timing, of yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. All, all my nitpicking aside, I, I agree. It was, it was neat. Uh, and I, I think that uh, the 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 killing of the kid, it, it, it well, that that didn't bother me. I'm not squeamish anything, But it was a little weird. I was a I was a little weirded out by it. Not from a moral perspective. I'm not saying it's wrong or anything else. But it was just the fact that all of a sudden after paying. Thousands of hours of Bethesda games where you can't kill kids, and all of a sudden there's a dead kid. It, mm. it, it really kind of like kind of kind of startled me, and, 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 and pretty substantially. I, mean, I was not by any means bothered. I'm not saying you shouldn't have done it, but it was it was definitely weird.
0: Well, all yeah. in all, you have to remember that it wasn't you who actually killed the child, and they're just yeah
1: yeah, yeah yeah agreed agreed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: FYI killing children is wrong but in the context of the game it's a little <laughs> off-putting
1: <laughs> yeah that's well said yeah yeah
0: all i'm saying is there's so much just in- in- incredible death in this game that you're surrounded by that it, it has no gravity and, and,
1: it has- and look just just to put this in perspective it still doesn't bother me as much as the fact that you get lead from graphite pencils and steal from tin cans. Okay, so yeah. that actually bothers me more than the dead kids. So I'm not trying. To, I'm not trying to put myself on any sort of moral high ground or anything else. There, there are just so far, things that so bother me about this game. So yeah. for
2: those of you looking forward to our New
0: Vegas uh, roundtable, here is your moral compass. You know it. You'll have I to explain that whole thing to me. The morality code.
4: Yeah, I I thought it was. It was one of, one of my favorites so far just because it, it it did evoke such an emotion and uh I forgot to mention I also had the option I could I, it was a script you know you take her body back home to be buried and they bury her in the in the garden uh, where the sun shines the most. Oh oh yeah, yeah, that's right yeah her sun shines the brightest there you go.
0: So they make uh, you go fetch her her body and bring that back. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's nice. They uh, have a nice funeral scene for you. And actually, yeah, that, oh, now
2: that say that, there was there was a nice moment where we're gonna bury the body towards the sun, and it was a nice. Everybody just said, "Ah, screw that." <laughs>
0: <laughs> have you done a soil analysis report on that section it, yet? Exactly.
2: <laughs> are there any are, are any I, carbons or is 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 there any uh bad cancer, you know, something's wrong with that. Hexachromes, hexachromes.
4: Did you <laughs> notice that, Pat? Right where, on, right uh, on. a, a missed a mis- quest popped up after you return the body and uh, there's a, you can attend the funeral.
1: Well, alright, so this is where I have to, like... <laughs> so, I, I, I probably should have gotten that, but I uh, uh, decided to play around with my explosive shotgun and uh sort of like accidentally murdered myself by mistake so (laughs) and then i decided no i'm not going to replay this whole (laughs) because so i'm so stupid with this game it's like despite the fact that i have quick save enabled like i will still go like two hours without quick saving and like completely lose like a you know an hour or two hours of gameplay because i'm just a complete idiot so uh I, i i did not quick save at all during the course of this quest so when I accidentally murdered myself at the end, it's like eh, I'm not going to replay it again. So I, I missed that little that little miscellaneous thing at the end
2: there. Just gotcha. F- just FYI for any of our newer Fallout players, and that we've we've had a couple join in the group recently. Any poignant moment is really, you know, killed by when you say I pulled out my explosive shotgun <laughs> and killed multiple people and myself. <laughs> It it might you might struggle <laughs> to overcome the role playing element of that.
1: Remember, I said up front at the beginning of the show, I'm not role playing anymore. I'm just power gaming. Okay. <laughs> oh, perfect.
0: Uh, so it's, again, it's a wide open world. Five hundred fourteen XP, and that completes our tales from the Commonwealth quests for this week. Uh, next episode, we will be going over some... What are we doing? Um, Nuka World. Nuka World Quests. The Grand Tour completes over at Star Control. And then the other people will be telling us about Home Sweet Home because I cannot do that one. So we will go through Star Control and Home Sweet Home next week. On the show. Was there any other stuff that you guys needed to get into quest wise this evening? We do have a couple of other tidbits we'd like to get into before we close out the evening.
1: Uh, just a reminder, uh, two weeks from tonight on the 20th, we'll be doing our feedback episode. So if you're yep. playing along, uh, want to get some feedback in, uh, hit us up, uh, by July 20th for any of the show, any of those quests, either tonight's quest or next week's quest, you hit us up, uh, drop an email to the show at the feed at gmail.com or, uh, uh, hit us up with some audio feedback.
0: Yeah, and we've even been uh, enjoying hearing s- from other people who aren't even playing, doing play-alongs, like Blake is, was doing, sending in some feedback there because he played, uh, he put Fallout 4 back in and he never completed the game, he just finished that, so you don't even have to be doing a round table play-along to send the feedback. Again, like Sarah out there, um, you know, she's she's on maternity leave, so she's playing lots of Fallout for the first time, and it's been great to hear everything that she's learning, and you know, it's been two weeks or a week at least since she sent in her last feedback, so Uh, I'm sure she's gotten into a whole lot more trouble assuming she hasn't gone into labor or anything yet, so... Yeah, that's great. I, I we love hearing any and all feedback. If you guys are just playing uh, Fallout for the first time, if you're playing older Fallout games, like we love to hear uh, your Fallout and Fallout Two adventures. Uh, I've never heard anyone play Tactics. What the hell is that like? You know, uh, I just completed Fallout Three. I like to hear everyone's opinions on on that game uh, in comparison to Four and New Vegas. I'm I'm about I don't know maybe ten to twenty percent into New Vegas at this point, so. Uh, I just like to hear everyone's reactions, what they have to say about the Fallout series. Send all your feedback to the Fallout feed at gmail.com.
1: Hey, uh, quick shout out. We got a couple, a couple folks in the chat. So, Paul and Sean are hanging out, doing a little bit of chatting. So, thank you guys for watching live. Uh, Paul, uh, I'm not sure when he posted this. He probably posted it back when we were talking a couple minutes ago about uh, Tales Quest. He says, Audrey and Birdie apparently are the. Uh, uh, tails uh i think i think he i think he's responding to the tails
3: yeah uh, the tails
1: uh, uh followers who who you can assign to your uh, to your to your settlement so yeah thanks guys for hanging out for a bit in the chat
0: well, that's great awesome paul thanks for stopping and the sean line. also yeah sean uh he says his 10 year old just walked by and says that sounds like some dark stuff you're watching <laughs> <laughs> it's only
2: it's only dark when i comment
0: Hopefully, he heard all about the killing children. So. Yeah,
1: murdering cult children in their little astronaut footy pajamas <laughs> and their teddy
2: bears.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you're listening to Pop. <laughs> all
2: right, so uh, if you want happy, if you want happiness, go listen to the Dark Brotherhood play along. <laughs> it's all rainbows and sunshine over there, kiddo. Enjoy.
3: Yeah. <laughs> no,
1: oh, love it, love it. Hey, speaking of speaking of uh, that other show on this uh, on this fine network, uh, uh rumors of an oblivion round table in the works uh, mm-hmm. over on the uh the elder scrolls side of uh the Bethesda, the Bethesda land. So keep, keep in and listening for that. That should be a blast.
2: AKA the Potato Face, play along. <laughs>
1: hey, There's out. a mod for that, don't worry.
0: I, I went out and I bought a copy for uh, the Xbox 360, and it's reverse compatible for the Xbox One. So I'm going to be doing a play-along. I'll be uh, contributing as much audio feedback as I can uh, for those guys over there at the Skyrim roundtable. But instead of Skyrim roundtable, they'll be doing a Oblivion roundtable. Yeah. So that'll, that'll be fun. I'm going to be uh, trying to play along as best as I can because uh, uh, at the same time, in tandem, we are planning on doing the fallout new vegas roundtable over here
3: fallout feed. aka
0: <laughs> aka the pat play along the pat show
1: no 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 it's all about the listeners man it's all about the play
0: along pat's gonna get really sick of new vegas because uh, he's yeah uh, no, he's finished It's not possible the he's getting through all of the dlc here pretty soon for uh, his arthur uh, let's play let's play fallout you can also find those shows here on the fallout feed so uh, check out Arthur uh, his his quest through Fallout New Vegas, and then uh, get ready for the roundtable because we will be visiting the Mojave Wasteland. And again, yes. I I'm just like it. I have no idea what New Vegas is all about. Um, I don't know how the structure of the game works, how you assign.
4: Yeah, so, uh, so, so it's going
0: to be a lot different for me, so I'm going to need a lot of help from you guys setting up the show. Yeah, so
1: so um, there's differences, right? There's no there's no marrying, there's no player homesteads, there's no romancing. Um, so some of those elements that we've used in both The you know, Fallout 4 and Skyrim you know, don't apply to New Vegas. Um, but there's other things like the um, the fa- I think the key thing Andrew I told you this in our in our Facebook chat um, I think the key thing is making sure we cover all the four different factions. Uh, the Legion, the NCR, Mr. House, and Independent New Vegas through Yes Man. Um, I think I think I think to me that's kind of the that's 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 it's it's somewhat the equivalent of Brotherhood, Railroad, Institute, yeah. Minutemen, but I think it's a lot deeper because uh, the interactions among the factions are a lot more subtle and and the interactions with the sub-factions. Are much much more subtle. So with the boomers and the cons and the uh, uh, the, uh, the, the, the the well, I don't want to spoil it, but the, the people in the, the in the ultralux casino, it's just a lot more complexity of, of how they interact. Um, so uh, and I think some of that will, will emerge as we go through the roundtable.
2: Um, well, see, I get to be the bad guy. I'm, oh, I'm stop the bad. Just stop I'm, it. I'm, You're always no. the bad guy. I'm, I'm I'm the bad. I'm the bad cop. <laughs> New Vegas is the overwhelming. We we had a poll, New Vegas won, so there's no reason why we should not be getting involved in this roundtable. So everybody needs to step up their game and get involved in New Vegas. We're all ready for the Mojave. Yeah. Pat, how would Pat, how would, Pat, Pat has led us to the promised land. <laughs>
4: How would one uh, play New Vegas on on the newer consoles so that that came out on three sixty? Now, as you were saying, it, yeah, it's backwards? if you
1: have, uh, it's backward compatible on okay. uh, for for XBone. It is backwards compatible to three sixty. Yes. yes. So if you have the disc, or you can if you don't have the disc, you can buy. Uh, so for me, I, I purchased. I had the disc, and I purchased the DLC. And so my Steam, my my not, my Xbox Gold account knows that I have the DLC. So when I load it into my Xbox, it'll, it'll it'll grab the DLC. And that you know, for me, I've I've repurchased it on on PC. Um, so so there's a lot of ways to get it. So if you if you physically have a disc for PS3 or for Xbox 360, it should work on your PS. I think actually I, I shouldn't say about PS4. I don't. Do you guys know is it backward compatible for PS4?
0: I cannot confirm that.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm not sure about. But yeah, for for Xbox, it's it's backwards compatible to 360. You can buy it on Steam. For your PC, or I believe you can also buy it on Good Old Games if you prefer Good Old Games because it's not DRM. So there's a a bunch of different ways to get it.
4: Would I be able to use Amazon in any any way? Maybe use that code, or is that a possibility? Maybe not. I
1: I don't know. Like a Amazon is like a Prime Gaming
2: or something, or
4: yeah, I don't know if I could get a download code or something. Yeah,
1: you might be able to. Yeah, it's quite possible.
2: Uh, Yeah, I I like that, Andrew. Lean in. I can either confirm nor deny. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but uh we need to talk about for uh people that are playing it on the Master Race. So come up, get talk about your mods, talk now about the,
1: the good thing about it is it's an old game, so you don't have to have a super jazzy PC to play it. Yeah, it mean, will play on some pretty slow PC hardware. So, yeah. you know, if people have an old PC lying around, it'll probably run it.
2: So, you know, there's people like uh saucer Dave who have done, you know, decent playthroughs for that you know come out, get your get your get your mods let, let, let's let get working
1: yeah sean in the uh chat says he's got the the good old games version so yeah so i think i like a lot of i think uh some people people who are streamers i think like the good old games version because i think the drm sometimes will not work with with, with steam as well as uh the the non-drm version so uh uh so actually you know it's it's not too early uh, Andrew I don't know if we're going to have a spreadsheet or if we're going to be pulling stuff out of a cup or whatever but it
0: might be going back to the cup if... Actually you
1: know what this might be kind of this might be a fun episode if we get people you know at the end of the Nukowa Roundtable, maybe we'll we will get some cups ready and pull some uh some names out of cups for uh for the for the assignments for the uh, New Vegas Roundtable.
0: Yeah that also means we need four at least four solid people who will show up and if we need to make sure each person goes through a faction, you know what I mean? We need to have. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So we'll, we'll probably, uh, I, you know, we'll either want four or, you know, at least you're right. At least four to get one faction. Um, uh, yeah. not it for and the NCR. Cause I've done, been there, done that with Arthur. So uh,
2: Andrew is looking at you. He's judging you. Get in there.
1: <laughs> so, so, so uh, judged br- brief word. So Paul in the chat said he's having issues in windows 10 with his steam version. Paul, Oh, I'm actually, oh, I'm running, I'm running Windows 10. I'm okay with Steam. So I think there may, uh, check online. I'm, I'm not the tech expert. I'm just lucky that mine just like didn't have that issue. I, I've definitely heard people having issues running Steam, Fallout New Vegas and Windows 10. But there's other people like, like me who've had luck and have not had any issues. So it's, it's a bit of a mixed bag. So, so just, for anybody
2: that's interested, the reason we're not running a Fallout 3 is because Windows 10, forget about it. <laughs> You're doomed. So that's what we're doing New Vegas.
1: Yeah, I think I think New Vegas is a little better than 3. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: That's nothing to do with that that poll on the crushing defeat of Fallout 3. Crushing, absolutely crushing. <laughs> uh, the actually if you want to get into the poll on Facebook, it was a little bit more drastic, but on Twitter it was only uh, 44% to New Vegas and 33% to Fallout 3. So the rest of them were wanting us to play the the top down. It's IS. all
1: bots voting on Twitter, though it doesn't count.
0: Yeah, yeah the thirteen bots.
1: <laughs> so, uh, so uh, yeah, get you get your. Can't,
2: uh, you can't have a six hundred episode Let's Play of New Vegas and not do a New Vegas roundtable. Sorry, folks.
0: <laughs> we're gonna make him sit through.
1: No, but that that yeah you know, the, the great thing about New Vegas is it it's like it's so it's so you know, multi-threaded compared to to four or to three. It's a, it, it's really nicely done. I mean, there's you know, the graphics are not as good. The graphics. I mean, Dennis, wouldn't you say it's a lot better than Oblivion, but yeah, you know, not nearly as good as four, but much better than Oblivion.
2: Well, yeah. that's that that's that's where you come from. It, the The graphics are definitely a step up, but you know it. If you're talking about being a part of the wasteland and, you know, I'll never vote against three for the aesthetic, but, you know, definitely for the uh choice as far as the quests go, New Vegas is where you want to go. So I think that's the better choice for a round table.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's It's going to be confusing. Just like if you were a part of the railroad in Fallout 4 there's a large fucking section of the story where you are basically doing the institute storyline yeah yeah for like eight quests in a row you're doing they call it undercover like espionage work that you're doing but basically all you're doing is fucking doing the the institute storyline for a while but then you eventually reveal that oh wait no I'm really in the railroad da, 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 da. so but what this looks like each quests each faction has their own sort of like main quest line that they don't necessarily interact like that though. And am I, from what I've read, Pat, is that?
1: Yeah. So, so that, that, that's right. And so there's four major factions and at the end, at the end of the game, one of those four major factions will be on top, but then there's also five, four or five, six minor factions that each major faction kind of has you know you 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 can have different outcomes there's the powder gangers and the boomers and the brotherhood of steel or mo- the brotherhood of steel is a minor faction in new vegas mm-hmm. and the boomers and the cons and jacobstown and there's all these other little side side things you can do that that you can kind of go different ways with you can you can you 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 can't completely ignore them, but you you can like make them a minor part of your playthrough, or you can really dive in and do like every major minor faction. So uh, in, in that regard, I think it's a lot more optionality. Like like so like in Fallout 4, there's like the Cabot the Cabot family side quest, and there's the Covenant side quest, and those are great side quests. I love both of those, but they don't really relate to the main quest in any way. No, yeah. Whereas in New Vegas. All those kind of little side things, they kind of wrap around and, and relate back into the main quest, which is why I think it's such a nicely conceived uh, storyline. Because because things you do at level five with the cons will come back and affect the in, the end of the game at level forty five when you're playing with a legion or whatever. Yeah, and, and,
2: and and I th- I think I think that's the uh, the the big drawing point for what Obsidian did. Is that you know a, a choice affects what you're going to do. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. if if you decide you're going to do this at level one, you know, twenty levels later, you know, it has a repercussion for that, and you know that that's what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, yeah. Whereas you know, in Fallout Four, you do you do those side quests, and they're great, but they don't really. And I, I think in four in four, maybe the closest thing is like in Far Harbor. You go to Far Harbor with Nick, and like there's there's interaction, and 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 you think about that, but extend it to the entire game, and that's kind of the way New Vegas plays out. That the things that you do with subfaction A and subfaction B kind of come back at the end, and uh, at the end there's sort of the little, little narrative little, little little bits that say you know that kind of bring closure to the game in a really nice way. I think I think some people. I, that and that's not universal. I mean, some people don't like the closure. Some people like things to just be completely open ended, and I, I get that because it, it means there's you, you can really tell your own story. But I think New Vegas does a really nice job of kind of bringing that to the end. No, you, I mean when you get to the it, end of New Vegas, you're going to hear the end of the story, and I think it's. No, at, right.
2: at, at the end of the day, it comes down to the, you know, for New Vegas, the bold choice is you made this choice, live with it. You're yeah. not going to get every satisfactory ending you're going to be cut off and you're not going to hear the whole story. Whereas for, you know, you're going to, if you play through the game, you're going to hear the whole story. You know, you might not get a little flavor here and there, but you will still get the whole story. You know, new Vegas doesn't give you all that. If you don't go down the right road.
0: And you're yeah. going to Sherry cry though. Everyone's got to get along. No, 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 you no, more faction get along. Come on.
4: I'll say it. Uh, it sounds like it's the, the perfect game for a roundtable.
1: No, no, I really, it, it really is. So I think I think what we're going to have to decide is what we want to specify versus what we want to let be kind of open. And Dennis, I, you know, you're 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 really familiar with the game. I was thinking we would specify faction, special, and your three tag quit uh, three tag skills. And then let everything else kind of be the player's choice i don't know if you think there's other things we should specify for the round table
2: well i, I you know i i i think we should specify less i i i think the tag skills it, it normally the round table goes to playing outside of your comfort zone but i think you know the factions and what you're going to do in the game is outside of your comfort zone so However you feel your character from a you know a role play standpoint, you know maybe you you know it it's not specifically your stats, and you know I'm all about the stats. I want to be everything about the stats, but I think the New Vegas storyline kind of leads us out of that, so I, I i I think it's more about what you feel as you're playing the game.
1: You know, yeah, but I think we, we get a little, a little. Well, we have to balance, right? I think we have to do a little more than just faction. I think we want to give a little more guidance because remember, because yeah, there's faction, but there's also kind of that. That's why I was thinking we should, and we could, we could, we don't have to decide, you know, tonight. We could, we could debate it back and forth and get feedback from listeners. But to me, it feels like we should specify because you know I don't think we want four people playing, you know, Legion, NCR. Mr. House, yes man. But everybody's doing you know sneaky you know sneaky sniper or, or whatever. I, I think we want some diversity of how people are approaching the game in terms of in terms of are you sniping? Are you speechifying? You know, how are you getting across the waist? I, 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 I think and, we want a little and, diversity.
2: And, and and that's a big thing from people who have played New Vegas as opposed to people who have not played. You know maybe you know people that haven't played it before that don't understand the scope of the game, you know, or, you know, need a little bit more direction as opposed to people that are, are, are more familiar with the storyline and the story options, you know, maybe that's kind of where they need to go.
1: Yeah. I don't know. As we have to think about it, we could, you know, like for me, like my only thing is like, I'm not going to do NCR and I'm not going to do explosives. Beyond that, I'm pretty. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'll do. I'll do. You know, I'll do other. I'll do other options. But there's a couple things just because of the Arthur playthrough. But for me, I'm not going to do. Beyond that, I'm. I'm you know I'll do whatever. Whatever the random draw is. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. We. we I, it, it's a bit of a mixed bag. I mean, I think for somebody who's not played it at all, yeah, we may want to say, we may want to say, you know, pick uh what you know, sneak guns and uh you know repair or or whatever you know and say well, tag mastery skills yeah
2: it, it 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 coincides with what the oblivion oblivion round table is going to be it it's difficult to say all right we're going to pick random stats for oblivion when you're actively working to improve x y and z stats so uh, it's more metagaming as opposed to how the role-playing is going to go. Yeah.
0: Can you... I'm still kind of figuring out how, even though the Fallout 3 system was either very similar or exactly the same, the new Vegas and Fallout 3 sort of like... I think you guys said tag skills or perks or however those are. I'm I'm really confused about. So so okay
1: so forget your definitions in Fallout 4. (laughs) So forget Fallout 4 for a second.
3: I can't can't do that, Pat. No, put it, flush it, flush it, flush flush (laughs) it.
1: So all right, so you have a special, which is the same. You have the same. Although this is one key difference is in Fallout 4. You start with an average of four, so you start with your know, twenty-eight special points. In New Vegas, you start with forty-five special points.
3: What?
1: No, no, sorry, 20, 24 plus 15, 39 special points. You so if you, you're, you're you're if you if you pick a in, in Fallout Four, if you average everything out, you get four 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 you know four for everything. In New Vegas, you get four sixes and three fives. So there's a little more special points to start with. Um, and then, so that's just your special. That, that, that's that. Then the things that you think of as perks in, in uh, Fallout 4 are a combination of things that are called skills and perks. In, in uh, um, Well, skills, perks, and traits, actually. There's really three things. Right. There's skills, perks, and traits. <laughs> skills are... There's eleven skills, guns.
2: Andrew's mind is
1: blown. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's gonna. He's gonna get. He's gonna be. He's gonna be an expert at this by the end. There's like eleven skills, guns, explosives, energy weapons, blah, blah, lockpick, blah blah blah. And when I say tag, there's a tag thing where three of those skills at your character creation get a fifteen point bonus, and they go from zero to a hundred. Then there are perks that you get every two levels and perks do like little small things like bloody mess is a perk in New Vegas uh, demolition expert is a perk in New Vegas
0: those are perks in four too yeah
1: but but they they kind of work differently There there's a little bit of a difference because like so for example in, in New Vegas lock picking is a skill but bloody mess is a perk right so Four kind of merged the two together and kind of made it one big ginormous, you know, like seven by 10 perk tree. Okay. Whereas New Vegas has 11 skills that you can advance and then perks that you get over the course of building up your character.
0: Those are basically like the different bobblehead categories in Fallout
1: 4. Well, but there's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because new vegas doesn't have bobbleheads little guns
0: new vegas has no bobbleheads and i know that they exist in fallout 3 but can you play the game without finding a fucking bobblehead i think i may have managed to do it
1: sure yeah absolutely yeah Yeah.
0: they i don't think they put them in the main quest i think they hid them all around in side quests and stuff
1: yeah yeah well there's a couple like you find there's one in megaton but you have to kind of pursue megaton in a particular way to find it Okay. For example, in Fallout Three.
0: I was just I was just surprised that I was like, wait a second, are there no bobbleheads? And someone then I read was reading about oh the bobbleheads in Fallout Three. I was like, wait a second, there are bobbleheads. I just managed Yeah, there's it. the
1: same yeah, Fallout Three has the same bobbleheads as four. I think I think there's twenty. I think there's all twenty.
0: Holy crap. I can't believe it. Uh,
1: well there's a seven special. Yeah. And then well no, no, I I take that back. I think it's a I think it's eighteen because there's a seven special and the eleven skills. I think I think that's right. It's it's like a, it's like fifteen, eighteen somewhere. It's a, there's plenty of bobbleheads in three. You just got to find them.
0: Oh man, yeah. i say I just mowed through three. I did not uh, do a lot of side stuff. Uh, I just kind of yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. There's I, I, I get. It. I mean that's that's I, I would say that. I don't, I don't think three is quite as open world as either New Vegas or four. I'm
0: doing this. I was He's doing the same thing. Heretics, heretics. He
2: he mowed through three. <laughs> oh, I don't think three is worth as much as new i didn't Vegas.
0: say that at all three, awesome. three
2: has some very very precise you know yeah get I've, into I've get into the wasteland get into post-apocalyptic yeah. it, it it punishes you it, it, it's dirty it's grimy you gotta wash yourself it's definitely Stand three. Really more
0: <laughs> depressing. Just the whole en- environment is way worse in three than it is. When I o- opened up New Vegas Yes, like, it's oh, depressing, Andrew. It's not
2: oh Travis, you're oh come <laughs> out, and hang out with me. Oh be my friend. We can <laughs> hang out and do quests together. Yes, it's it's gritty. It's three dog shoot three dog shoot three
0: dog going, going from Fallout Three to Fallout New Vegas. Was like Dorothy opening the door in her black and white world to opening up uh-huh. the fucking Oz. It was it was incredible. Nice. Fallout Three is just brutal and one like sort of drab grayish green color scheme, and it is relentless. That color inside or outside, it doesn't matter where the fuck you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's your yeah. color choice. And so coming to the subway, Andrew. Coming to the subway. To open up New Vegas, it's just like there's beautiful like golden sand and bright fucking blue skies and puffy white clouds and it's just it's beautiful. And then I'm walking around and I'm thinking one of my first impressions of the mojave wasteland is this is a fucking desert and it's kind of hard to tell the difference between a desert and a nuclear apocalypse (laughs) like it doesn't seem like the people are all that bothered by the nuclear apocalypse that happened or are they just further away from the nuclear blast I'm, i'm not into the game very far i don't know was was las vegas directly hit by a by a bomb
2: no this is the problem with three three is we just got hit we're bombed out. We're fighting super mutants. Yeah. New Vegas is. Oh, ho, Andrew. Welcome <laughs> to the Wild <Mohamed> Wasteland. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so Dennis, you're saying we need to give we need to give Andrew the Wild Wasteland per, uh, trait for his first playthrough. That'll really, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, burst his noodle, as us say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, which one is that I'm so so there's so there's no,
2: a- Andrew is like, all right, fallout three how many followers do I have two I didn't find no. it. in Fallout New Vegas, how many followers do I have four Hmm, better better <laughs> Still not great.
0: I um I couldn't recruit either of I only found two people who were possible to be my followers in Fallout three. one was a super mutant. Fox, I believe.
1: Fox, yeah. And,
0: and um, one of the scientists from the Brotherhood of Steel. Uh, this
1: one, Andrew. I did, I'm thinking there's are there four
2: in Fallout Three, Dennis. No, there's the uh, the the gal. Ugh, she's oh my you god, I can't know. remember her
0: name. She, um, my my, what is it called? Your good or bad meter? What is what is your morale? Karma. Your karma. My karma was always so low that no one would follow me when I tried you to. You
1: must have been really bad. It's hard to be that evil in Fallout 3.
0: I'm pretty sure Andrew was saying, Come a, come a, come a, come a chameleon.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and speaking of chameleons, where's my death claws at?
1: There's not very many, there's many, many fewer death claws in 3. A there's problem. a couple locations where they're highly concentrated, but they, they're not all over like they are in the other games.
0: I may have I may have not found a bobblehead. I may have not found a death claw. I did find dog meat, did because you play looked up, because I looked up where dog meat was and sought him out, and then I immediately took him away because he was the the worst. He was, just died every two seconds, and I got tired of reloading. But but
1: but you can you, he gets recycled. You can you can actually go pick up a fresh dog meat. What? Yeah, yeah. Dog meat will will like oh, like a a little while after he dies, he'll respawn.
2: At, no, a, okay. no. When dog meat dies, he's dead. Never <laughs> dead. There. No, you can't get him back. Dead. Oh, okay. Man. Anyway, so and, and there's, uh, but there's
1: a dog meat of... puppy that replaces him.
2: Oh, right,
1: right. You, you go back to the. You go back, and eventually he'll be replaced by a puppy, right? Uh, not like literally a
0: puppy. That, that's awesome. I'm glad I think it, that's right. The only problem is I can't revisit that character because once you complete the end, the game is over. Yeah.
1: No, do you have the DLC? Uh,
0: that version, I do not. That I was playing that on Xbox One. Uh, I got a digital copy of the game that came with my uh, Fallout 4 bundle. They didn't give you the DLC? There was no DLC included. Fuckers, man. That no, sucks. That's but i um i went and picked up um new vegas on for playstation 3 uh before uh, fallout 4 came out and i was playing that on there so i've been playing uh f- um new vegas on my uh playstation 3 which is actually fun to pull out the uh, the old playstation the the controller is so weird and small compared to my xbox 1 controller <laughs> amazing.
2: Oh, so you play New Vegas and you're like, "Oh, I've got Arcade and I've got Craig and I've got Lily, I've got Raul, I've got Rose, I've got Veronica, I've got Eddie, I've got Rex." You need to slow Are There's all their followers?
1: There's those are the eight followers, yeah.
3: Oh my
2: god. You
1: could double up. You could double up Rex or Eddie. You could have one of Rex or Eddie and then one of the human one of the humanoid followers.
0: Well, I found Boone. Already, Eddie. Oh, well, see, I think I ran into Eddie, but I, my—I don't think my robotics is good enough to fix him yet. This so-
1: you, but you can collect shit to to, to fix him too. You, you you can either do it with uh, repair or, or or stuff.
0: Okay, so I probably need to go find some stuff or something. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's like you know, a couple sensor modules, a couple scrap electronics. It's not hard.
2: Okay. I mean, no. I mean, us poor Fallout Three people only get star pilot and Cross and Butch clover i don't know this Sergeant, people. guy Fawkes, and jericho, and fox jericho Their dog meat that's all we got sorry
0: that's, that's a lot oh uh i um yeah so I'm, I'm having fun in new vegas there's a lot of stuff that i'm still learning you know about the game it, it seems pretty different at least with assigning stuff and that's why i'm going to need help with uh at least with Skyrim and Fallout 4, it seemed like we got our pattern down and we can just kind of go through and we made a, a nice um, stats a random stats producer. I don't know if we're going to be able to get a random sheet made up like that. Uh, before Marcus came along, um, Juan had actually constructed one for Skyrim for us. So I don't know if that's something Juan has interest in time to do to maybe help us with a new Vegas random stats generator or like... Pat mentioned, uh, it would be a fun episode just for me to get like all the little cups and all the stats and everything out here and just uh, start drawing out random uh, characters like we used to do in the Skyrim roundtable back in the well, day. Well, I mean,
2: in all honesty, with these games being older than what they are, I mean, do we need a random stats generator? I mean, if you're if you're playing Skyrim over and over and over again, you need a random stats generator because you played it many times, but I mean, we're talking about games that are you know, 10, 15, 10, to eight years old. Yeah. So do we need yeah. to have a random stats
0: generator for... I,
1: I think we should, just because it's kind of like a round table tradition, right? I I, 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 th- I think we should randomize.
0: I think that's... Uh, I do you know, but that's just me. I, I think it's a fun aspect of the show, but we can we can do whatever uh, that's, well, that serves. Well,
1: that's I mean, I think we did it with this round table, right? We said, look, here's a random generator here... But if you don't like that, do whatever you want, and still send us feedback. I think we can do the same thing with Vegas. I think for for like the core, whoever you know, whoever we wind up with with the core, you know, four to six people or whatever that are kind of the core of the round table, I think we'll want those to make sure we cover the four factions, blah blah blah. But then in terms of the play along, people do whatever the hell they want. You know, we just we want people to have fun with it, right? So That's- I think because I think sometimes it. it like when I was doing Skyrim for the first time, I, I wanted it to be random just so like, you know, I, I, d- I wanted the randomness to sort of say, go, go in this direction. I wound up with, guess what, a sneaky archer. I went up with a Bosmer, you know, with archery and sneak, you know, shocking, you know. Uh, but on the other hand, you may have somebody who's played New Vegas 10 times, wants to do the round table. And they may, they may, they may have various, you know, they may want to know, like, like I want to be randomized just for that reason. So I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I think, I think we should, I think it's when we had the Fudge Muppet builds or whatever else. I think, you know, for the core participants, well, I, I, we should I, randomize. I, Everybody else will randomize or not. We don't care. You know, we want people to have fun playing along.
2: Well, I, I think I think that's a good point from the community. If, if you haven't played or if you have played many times, you know, what do you think about, you know, uh, if you have experience with those games, you know, uh, especially with uh, uh, oblivion or fallout three or fallout new vegas the it's it's not the same as uh, a fallout four where it's, it's it's a perk system it's it's a little bit more you are having to manipulate the you're you're actively having if you want to if you want to acrobatics in say oblivion you have to jump and you're jumping and you're jumping over and over again you know you know if you If you're familiar with those games, what do you think you're looking for to have a random character? if you haven't played these games before, you know well you know what what's fair
0: And I haven't played, so I have no idea what's fair
1: you'll You'll take what we give you, Andrew, and you'll like it
0: <sighs> yeah, exactly, as long as I'm not a dude, right.
1: Uh, yeah, so that's that's that 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 in some respects is the most brilliant thing about Fallout New Vegas. It doesn't matter what gender you are.
2: Now, Andrew, roll first. Dude,
0: dude or lady? <laughs> yeah, uh, no. So yeah, I'll have to start uh, another character and sort of go through and write down everything. Uh, that I see as I'm experiencing it and go through. There's like um, a personality. Machine. Yeah,
1: all, all that does is tell you, how you answer those questions gives you your three tag skills.
0: And you can alter those. And then you
1: I, have the option to go in and alter. So I, I think what we should do is just say, here your, for, for anybody that wants us to pick the character, I think we should pick special. We should pick the three tag skills. We should pick uh, the two traits that you pick at the beginning of the game. And that's it. I think we should let people go from there and, and, and kind of run. But yeah, we, we could pick follower if we want to. I, I'm kind of indifferent. You know, With, with Skyrim, you know, we say, you know, or in Fallout 4, we say, here's a follower. And we encourage people to like make sure they kind of do that. Like in Fallout New Vegas, every follower has like a quest line. You don't romance it, them or anything like you do in Skyrim, but, yeah. but well, they have kind of like a quest it, line. It's well,
2: one of it's one of two choices in Fallout New Vegas, and I love the game. But in all honesty, if you want the game to be difficult, pick no personality, no social skills. If you if you want it to be hard, you know, just don't pick any personal
0: skills otherwise you can convince people just to exactly
2: all- it's it's all about you know smoothing over and and smooth talking people the the, the
1: the flip side of that though is if you do that you can play the game without killing people if you choose to right and and you you, you know it, it, it is all but impossible to do that in in in, in new vegas or sky right? so that's i mean that's the flip side of that right if you you, you, you're right on the, you can say, you can say that picking the social skills makes New Vegas quote unquote easy. But on the other hand, it's like, well, wait a minute. You can challenge yourself to go that with it without killing people.
0: Pat, you know, so. I have a, uh, um, a commune that you should check out called Fiddler's Green. Some <laughs> hippies you should be living yeah. with.
1: So, yeah. so, I mean, I think it's, I think it's, I think again, classic about New Vegas. So, like there's, there's like kind of different ways you can go. Because you're right, Dennis. If you if you sort of pick some of the social skills, it's like you can talk anybody into doing anything. But in a way, that's kind of cool. You know, if you if you if you focus your character on building no, that it, that it, muscle it, of it, the character, it, it's, it's no, really, it,
2: it's it's one of those things for people that have played it as opposed to who have not played it. If you haven't played the game and you want to, you know, introduce yourself to it, you know, play the way you want to. But if you're somewhat familiar with the game and you're to challenge yourself you know back off the social skills a little bit and you know it it, it it makes it a little bit more difficult
0: and so really who i want to hear from at this point in between now and the end of the, the our current season of the round table i want to hear from all of the people who are are really hardcore fallout fans who played new vegas to death what is your personal opinion how to apply that to the roundtable? What should we be assigned? Pat says the special, the three tags, the two traits, and perhaps a follower. If you, the listener, uh, play along participant, we're going to set up this Fallout roundtable for New Vegas, what aspects of the game would you like to see assigned randomly? What are the the parts of the game that we can uh exploit to our purposes of the show to make the characters as different from each other as possible to get as many aspects and viewpoints and different angles from the game that we can that's the whole purpose of this so we'd like to hear from the listeners out there anybody who has lots of experience with new vegas what are those aspects of the game that need to be paid attention to yep what else we got, guys? Uh, Philly Podfest coming up. Uh, it'll be about a week from the when this show publishes, right?
1: Uh, week from Sunday, so it'd be
0: it's going to be July sixteenth. I think is this uh, Sunday. Sunday, 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 July sixteenth, five p.m at where was that tattooed
1: moms on south street philadelphia
0: tattooed moms on south street philadelphia for the philly pod fest 2017 we hope to see everyone out there again july 16th 5 p.m at tattooed moms south street philadelphia that's gonna be so fucking cool guys yeah
2: and we're all gonna fight you can come see all the fallout you people Battle out and be like, New Vegas, Fallout Three. Yeah. No Fallout, 4. Right. and Andrew will be like Fallout Four with Travis, and yeah. my, Travis is tough. my, 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 all my other followers. And
0: oof, Man, it, Travis and, is it, a fucking warlock. How can he t- be talking on the radio and standing next?
1: to him? <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. It's the magic of tape delay uh,
0: so also um network a little bit of network news for asa podcasting please check us out at asapodcasting.com there you can find all of our information about all of our shows including a skyromatic podcast and fallout feed and including the soon to be 50th episode of asa game talk jeremy has been doing a wonderful job putting together uh the asa game talk show uh for the last oh, i don't know over a year and some change so let's go Jer- ahead
2: jeremy actually plays more than two games yeah <laughs> thank you amazing. oh, oh, oh makes my
4: brain it. hurt unreal yeah,
0: me too. i can't think of it but i play you know God, I have even sort of eliminated the the Skyrim. I'm not even doing Elder Scrolls much. (laughs) I've expanded my Fallout games from Fallout 4 to Fallout 3 and now New Vegas, so that's how I'm branching out. That's a really nice, wide array of games for me. (laughs) But that Game Talk, everyone's hitting episode 50, so please uh, send some emails over to uh, asagametalk at gmail.com with uh, words of encouragement and congratulations uh, for Jeremy. It's been a fun ride to listen to uh, all of his adventures. And uh, to get the news and perspectives from the gaming world. Cause you really don't hear a whole lot of variety in our sort of shows. It's, it's, it's really focused on our two, um, sort of narrow games here. So it's great that Jeremy has brought a, a whole new world to, um, our ASA podcasting and we congratulate him for 50 episodes. Uh, we'd love everyone to send in a little word of congratulations, um, an audio file to his email address, uh, asagametalk at gmail.com. If you uh, can't do that, send in just an email, and uh, we would appreciate everyone sending support his way. So, uh, please do that, and uh, thanks everyone for doing so. Um, Other than that, let's see. uh, King of the Bunker Hill, we're going to have another recording batch coming up, so we'll have another bunch of episodes to publish there. Right now, um, it looks like Ray is, he's got three of the many figures coming his way and so far that is in the lead. Mathematically if Ray wins one more I believe he will I believe mathematically it will work out that Ray will, will win it all. So it comes down to basically the next episode. Ray, who will it be?
1: Wow. High drama. High drama for Ray.
0: Uh, so yeah and again uh, often in the fall usually late fall, uh, early winter we do a charity stream for the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, my child uh, Moses has Cystic Fibrosis. So uh, Michael was nice enough a couple of years ago to say, hey, why don't we just throw together like a little fun event, see if we can raise a, a, few, a few bucks for the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. And uh, the first year we raised around 500 bucks. The second year we were over 2,500 bucks. So it, it's we've we've had great success so far and it's been wonderful. So Everyone, uh, keep in mind we're going to be starting to do that. So, if you have any suggestions about what sort of content you would like to see on our charity stream, please go ahead and send us an email to the fallout feed at gmail.com and we'll see what kind of uh, stuff we can get together. If you have any ideas, if you have any, you know, relatives with cystic fibrosis or anything like that, we'd love to hear from you. And uh um, you know, we usually sort of t- line it up with the release of a game, like we've done it with. Um, the Skyrim re-release and we did it with a uh, fallout four. So those were two big events that happened around the same time of year.
2: Just and- deal with the fact that we're going to be releasing s- fallout new Vegas. And yeah. that is our new release for this is- year.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe the uh, Skyrim switch or something will drop around that time and we can do yet another uh, skyrim switch round table or something well, some now.
2: people only like andrew are available to get the switch all the rest of us commoners are waiting <laughs> for ours.
0: what hey man i'm in line i've I've just got a, a setup for a guy if he if he finds one then maybe i can get my hands. pat's already owns one man he's like sitting up on cloud nine over there playing zelda all by himself
1: yeah i'm kind of playing
0: fallout he, he hasn't even turned it on
2: andrew he hasn't even turned it on you're you're sitting there aching for it and he's like eh, it's over in the corner never mind
0: well i'm gonna go ahead and toss this out here when i do get my switch we are starting the asa podcasting mario kart <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna set it up exactly like the nascar scoring system and we will race uh just like uh, a, a real racing um, league, and I'll Andrew have to Myers. work because uh, I have I'm no learning. idea how I have no idea how auto racing points work. So uh, we'll we'll have to set that up. But that sounds like a fun time to me. So we're gonna have a Mario Kart league once I finally do get my hands on a Switch, if that ever freaking happens. I'm hoping it happens before the Podfest, so I can take it on the airplane with me. Right?
2: That'd be fun. Uh, I'm pretty sure if you do get a Switch when you come up to Podfest, I'm gonna
0: just jack you and beat you down <laughs> for your Switch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mine, be,
2: mine, mine.
0: I'm not gonna be flashing it on South Street, that's for damn sure. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Man, I haven't been on South Street in about eighteen years. You
1: won't recognize it.
2: Well Pat Pat is <laughs> all about the Southie.
1: No, 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 no. I, I I am such I am such a I am such a child of the suburbs. So uh
2: yeah. bark
0: hopping on Southie. Yeah.
3: You
0: well know, it's great uh i've got nothing else uh jeremy do you have anything you'd like to get into or pat or oh. Danny? i am
2: I'm great. Out. great
0: yeah so uh, I'm,
2: I'm only here to keep up pat past 12 o'clock at night so mm-hmm. you know I, i've got 20 more <laughs> minutes stay awake <laughs> pat stay awake
0: oh man fight a little more here for him uh say lee just uh, hopped into the chat so i'd like to say hi to lee as we're signing off for the evening uh thanks a lot for hopping on lee good to hear from you buddy we'll get into lee send in some feedback we'll get into that here in uh, the next episode or so um yeah i believe i mentioned everything our uh website again if you're going to do any shopping for this uh upcoming season the uh, Back to School or whatever your guys are getting ready for, uh, please go to our website, ASAPodcasting.com. Click on our Amazon banner, and someone mentioned to me earlier, hey, I can't find your Amazon banner. What happened? Well, uh, he also mentioned, oh, wait, my, my ad blocker was blocking the Amazon banner. So if you're looking for our Amazon banner on ASAPodcasting.com and you can't find it, try suspending the ad blocker for our site only. We don't have a ton of ads on our site or anything like that. It's just the Amazon banner. So if you can um release the ad blocker for just our site, that's a good thing to do. So you can please if you're doing a back to school shopping like I said or you know any anyone's got birthdays whatever coming up, do some shopping on Amazon, please click through our banner. All of this proceeds, they go directly to the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation after our website hosting uh, costs have been met for the year we do we do not make any money that goes all to the cystic fibrosis foundation our uh basically our our cause that we're working there for No,
2: don't be doc- don't be fooled andrew's making fat podcast money Fat, fat podcast <laughs> rolling. Money.
0: uh we'd like to hear all your feedback for the round table upcoming uh we'll see what we're doing we're doing the galactic zone and then home sweet home next week uh we'd like to hear all your play along feedback From indecent exposure and love and peace, as well. Send that to thefalloutfeed at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your voice in the form of audio feedback, but we'll also hear, or we'll also read your email. So uh, go ahead and send us anything about your experiences and any other adventures, like we mentioned before. You do not have to be specific about these quests. We love to hear what everyone is getting into all your stories and your background, what sort of uh, tales you are weaving with your characters in the wasteland. Check us out on Twitter at the fallout feed and um, you know, Twitch, we got uh, twitch.tv slash ASA podcasting. We also have a, a fallout feed one too, don't we? We have twitch.tv slash the fallout feed, I believe as well. Speaking of which we need to, uh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll try to twitch something here in the next couple of days. Cause uh, we're trying to get some more Twitch activity going on over there. So we'll, uh, we'll be sure to post the uh, links to that on our Twitter and in the Facebook group, which can be found at facebook.com slash groups slash a Skyrim Addict podcast. And on that note, I would like to thank Denny and Pat and Jeremy for joining me this evening.
1: Is sure, Pat yeah. still awake? Uh,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm all over it, man. Uh, I think it's actually uh, facebook.com slash group slash a sky romantic wait what is it a skyromatic
0: sky it's, it's
1: hard it's
2: it's oh you stayed awake for a correction uh.
1: <laughs> who knows uh yeah it's Facebook.com slash group slash a skyromatic a Skyrimatic. the only reason I'm nipping because there's like another skyromatic group that if you're not oh, yeah. careful, you could stumble onto the wrong group of those shit, people. You I, know. I,
2: was send, I was sending all my feedback to them. Oh no! Oh, oh, out of the
1: club, out, out! You're booted from the page. You're gone, out of here.
0: They're like at, admins Hager with bro. the wrong crowd. That fucking weirdo keeps sending us these long ass. <laughs>
3: I was
0: like, Andrew, doing? did you hit? Did you see my fat
2: post? He's like, <laughs> No. What's wrong with you? Go away.
0: Yeah, fuck that other group, right? And on that note, I'd like to thank everyone for joining us this evening, and we will see you in the Wasteland. Bye, y'all. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Fallout Feed Roundtable. If you are interested in doing a play-along character with us, the show
5: can be contacted
0: by emailing falloutroundtable at gmail.com. For the roundtable schedule, our Amazon link and all other show information, please head on over to ASAPodcasting.com where you will find the fallout feed, the Skyrimatic podcast, our YouTube channel, the Chatterbox, as well as other content. Once again, thank you for downloading and we'll see you in the wasteland. Is it like not
1: really a corpse, right? Is it, is it like a thing that, is it like some kind of object that looks like a dead kid, but is it really a dead kid?
0: Man, he's like sitting up on cloud nine over there playing Zelda all by himself.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of playing Fallout. <laughs> Forget Fallout Four for a second.
0: I, I, so can't, y- I can't do that, Pat. Yeah,
1: no, of your head. flush it,
2: flush it, yeah, flush it, flush yeah. it. <laughs> Andrew, that is some Choose Your Own Adventure bullshit right there.
4: Crystal Moonbeam lay dead.
0: Oh, that is the worst. Could you, could you loot her jammies?
5: Hello, Wastelanders. Are you tired of the same old Diamond City Radio and GNR? Are you looking for a little bit more Brit in your broadcasting? Then look no further than WVR, Westford Radio, broadcasting today for a Brighter Tomorrow. I'm Susan Reith, 16 times Westford Radio Broadcaster of the Year. If you're looking for a little bit of music, some light entertainment, and the finest toast recipes in the wasteland. Then look no further. To gain access to WVR, go to your nearest working terminal and open our archives at www.vault97.com. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and all other popular podcast distribution networks. We're also available on Twitter at West Vault Radio. If you'd like to listen to us on that old fashioned thing called a Pip Boy, we're also available on the Old World Radio Boston mod, which is accessible from the Fallout Nexus, whatever that is. So, for a more civilised and Vault Tech approved listening experience, look no further than West Vault Radio. Isn't that right, Mr. Wigglesworth? Shaleen here. And
0: Vendertron.
5: You may remember us as the co-host and unofficial third host of Fallout Off The Record. Well, we are back with KD Radio.
0: Huh. That's a shame. Ah, ah, ah.
5: Check out KD Radio Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, and wherever else fine podcasts are given away. So, Vendertron... Did you have anything else you wanted to add?
3: How about a pizza joke? Never mind. It's too cheesy. Uh, uh, uh.
2: Outstanding. So we know you like Fallout and Skyrim. But what about other games out there? You like any of those? We're guessing you do. Well, we've got the answer for you. If you do, why don't you head over to com and give our general gaming show... ASA Game Talk a listen. It's available for iTunes and Stitcher for all your listening needs. That's asapodcasting dot com ASA Game Talk.